The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Welcome in. I am Christy Lee, guest hosting for Owen Schroyer today. I'm sure you all know where he's at today. He is in court today and tomorrow. So you've got me. If you haven't been introduced to me yet, again, my name is Christy Lee. I'm a former news anchor in the business for a very long time and left after it became unrecognizable to me. And so you'll have to excuse me and show me some grace today because I am a reformed teleprompter queen. <laughs> so this is different for me. No, no stranger to the desk, but I am a stranger to not having a teleprompter. So show me some grace today. Lots of changes have happened all day long in what we're going to be covering. Uh, also different style. I like to bring everything faith-based as I'm able to passionate about that. Now that I've broke the chains of corporate controlled media, I am embracing what I like to be my, uh, scope of how I see things, which is through faith in the Bible. So I did this on the American Journal. If you happened to tune in on Monday or Tuesday, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to have a verse of the day. And the verse that came to me today is from Isaiah 41 10. It's do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will also help you. I will also uphold you with my righteous right hand. So I know that we're praying this over Owen as he faces his situation, as we all are facing our battles in such a crazy, fast change of events with mask mandates and vaccine mandates and also persecution for our political beliefs and religious beliefs. Let's just face it. So that is um, basically the name of the show today is just propaganda puppets continuing to push their agenda on all of us and we're going to continue to fight and hit back so uh today we're going to be talking about that we're going to be going over a round rock isd meeting that i went to uh just on uh, the other day and um that was interesting to say the least we'll have a breakdown of what happened there Tyranny full in effect in the school district that my kids go to. And also we're speaking with some doctors today. We're going to talk to Dr. Malone today, as well as Dr. Bregan later today. Uh, Dr. Bregan says he has some breaking news to prove that this was all a plan from the start. So anxious to talk to him and hear his news. That's going to be in the next hour. We're going to get Dr. Malone in here, um, hopefully within this hour. So lots planned for today's show. Again, show me some grace because this is my first time guest hosting the War Room with Christy Lee today, not Owen Troyer, um, but we're going to continue to keep him in our prayers. So uh, anxious to break down this Round Rock meeting. I've been battling with the school even today. I got a text from my daughter saying that uh, one of her teachers was 
saying she had to wear a mask. And this is on the heels of supposedly getting a grace period to get a doctor's note to exempt the students from the mask mandate, which shouldn't be necessary anyways because of Governor Abbott's order. Going to have an update on that as also as well as uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton, who's continuing to fight for those of us in Texas. But we know that these kinds of things are happening all over the country. And we're just going to find ways to fight back, not lose hope. It's hard and it is defeating sometimes. But as long as we're united, we're going to attack this together. So just know that we're going to try and take some phone calls in the last hour uh, when we get to things. So be thinking about uh, sharing how you are fighting against the tyranny and um, how you are dealing with how the schools are approaching this issue and i'm looking forward to talking to you as i got to do with owen last week and we'll battle this out together much much more ahead hopefully you can get it all organized for you and we'll see you back after this short break All right, welcome back. This is Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room with Owen Scheuer. Going to run over some headlines and then get into uh, what's happening here with mask mandates. And um, so obviously the big news today was that explosions were reported in Kabul. Dozens of U.S. service members dead and ISIS is claiming responsibility. And um, it's funny because, well, it's not funny at all, but we are reminded of Biden vowing to have an Afghanistan withdrawal that would be safe and orderly. He said in March that the troop withdrawal from Afghanistan would be safe and orderly. But here we are. He said, if we leave and then changed it to when we leave, that it would be highly unlikely for Taliban to overrun and take the country. And um, all of that's going on. So Interesting how news changes and how we see it happening right before our eyes. So as far as what happened at the school board meeting, so I was talking about this a lot last week when I was guest hosting and um, how the school had pulled the rug out from underneath me. I moved from California to Texas thinking that my kids were going to get a better chance at freedom, get away from that tyranny, but no such luck. The night before school, they said that they were going to require masks. We could fill out an opt-out form, which I did for my children. And then they just had another board meeting where they're going to, where they just said, now we're going to remove your ability to opt out unless you have a doctor's note and release all of your children's medical information. So went to that school board meeting. It was overwhelmed with parents who were against removing this opt-out option and things got crazy. So I think it's best if we just take the video, show you what happened. Selfishness. Our next speaker is John Scott. Cut right to it. Psychological egoism is the view that humans are always motivated by self-interest and selfishness, even in what seems to be acts of altruism. Mass mandates are about peace of mind. I argue it's about selfishness. Why would those masks not have peace of mind? You and I followed the mandates, but it's become cyclical. This fact, that fact, this change, that change, are we living in a Dr. Seuss book? Why is peace of mind not in reach? Because of children learning and playing unmasked in the Texas heat? 
While you think you are doing good by masking our children, you fail to realize it is your desire for peace of mind that drives you to it. Even though proper public health policy should never force or shame anyone, this selfishness has led us to hatred, division, shaming, and tribalism. In closing, I challenge everyone to think about what really drives our actions. I may be unmasked and you deem that needs saving, but are you the psychological egoist whose selfishness drives you to think that being an authoritarian will give you peace of mind? First off, I would love to know why the public only gets one minute when three-letter agency puppets got all the time in the world last meeting. I am a longtime news professional, been in the business for 20 years, television news for 13 years, a main evening news anchor for half that time. Why is that relevant? Because I'm here to tell you that what you're getting from the news is propaganda, which is why I left mainstream news and have become an independent journalist. I am challenging you to not listen to the propaganda, to listen to a news professional that is telling you that what you're not getting is the truth. Dig a little deeper and, and find out what makes sense. We are not looking at the risk-reward benefit. There are risks to our child, children wearing masks. We need that to be part of the conversation. I left California as a news anchor to come to Texas for freedom. And this is what I've come to, more tyranny. Trust me, you don't want to be California. Our kids are suffering. I uh, also want to tell you, as an independent journalist, I'm putting you on notice time. that you will... Your time has expired. Thank you so much for speaking tonight. Our next speaker. <laughs> I am a physician. I work at Dell Children's Hospital. I am also a mother of two children here. Um, COVID is not dangerous to children. It's a big lie that everyone is telling you. The PICU is full at Dell Children's Hospital. None of them have COVID. They all have RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus is way more dangerous to kids. Three to 500 kids die every season from RSV. That's what's in our picky right now. I have a kindergartner and a fourth grader at Fern Bluff Elementary. My youngest child just turned five years old a few weeks ago, and she attended an in-person preschool for five hours a day, three days a week last year. No children at this preschool ever wore a mask, and at no point was there a coronavirus outbreak. I would like to ask the board to keep the opt-out option for elementary age children. A recent study of COVID mitigation strategies and rates in schools using data from 1.6 million students in Florida, New York, and Massachusetts found that COVID transmission rates were nearly identical in schools with mask mandates versus those without mask mandates. So while the masks may give us the illusion of safety, this robust data set showed no difference in COVID transmission rates. Now let me show you something. Like, listen to that. See how wet that is? This is my first grade son's fabric mask after each school day. It's a sponge of saliva. Is it protecting him from germs? Is it protecting others from his germs? Heck, is it even safe for him? The World Health Organization says it isn't. If it's wet, it's not working right. At the right. same time, I have a friend who works in the ER at Dell Children's Hospital. She used to see one child a week for, for, um, for um, suicide attempts. She now sees 20 to 30. There is a pandemic in this country. It is not COVID, okay? Children are dying because of the things that we are doing to them and the stress that we are putting on them. The, all the people are out there, but we're all cowering away over here. This makes me understand, though, because we're going against the governor's orders here. So we're breaking the law. But you want us to comply. You want us to comply with you breaking the law. Guess what, sir? We will not comply. We will not give our freedom to you. The arrogance... The arrogance for you to think that you can take the freedom away from our kids when we are the taxpayers? Ma'am, I have no idea what he's saying. Do you know 
and I didn't hear. Do you know what he said to me? Did you hear what he said to me? But I have to be escorted out, right? You guys are a disgrace, and I hope you get voted out. Voted out. Disgraceful. I don't even have kids in the school district. It's disgraceful. Please, no more comments from the audience. I think they forgot they were voted in is the problem. They certainly aren't representing the people. There was an overwhelming majority of us speaking against this mandate, but it didn't matter. They went with what they wanted to because they are authoritarian and on a power trip. Today, a state issue issued in the following petition for writ of mandamus. It's the Supreme Court of Texas. That is verifying that we have every right to not have to comply. Texas Supreme Court sides with Paxton regarding regarding ban on mask mandates, keeping the decision to enforce mask mandates with the governor, not local government agencies. He says the Texas Supreme Court has sided with the law and the decision to enforce mask mandates lies with the governor legislatively granted authority. Mask mandates across our state are illegal and judges must abide by the law. He is threatening $1,000 fines, but, you know, we'll see how they deal with that. Also, from the county attorney in Williamson County, which is where the school district is in, it says currently the governor has issued an executive order stating masks cannot be mandated in schools, among other places. The governor's order is the law until such a time as the legal process used to challenge the governor's authority has been exhausted. This has been out, but they chose to ignore that from their own county attorney. There are uh, forms that I'm going to get out to everyone I can to try and continue to push back. The pub, where I was cut off was where I was saying, I want you to be on notice that I'm filing a FOIA request, which is what I've done. So it'll be very interesting when I finally get all the emails from the superintendent and the board members, what exactly they've been talking about and why they continue to push a mask mandate when they've achieved 90% of the children wearing masks, according to them. They say only six to 9% in our area of parents have opted out of the mask mandates, but yet they continue to push it. I wonder why. Who are they getting directives from? Well, hopefully the FOIA request will shed some light on that. I filed that. But they're retaliating. One of the women that you saw in that video was a nurse from Dell Children's Hospital. And uh, she's been doxxed. And she's already been fired, according to several sources that were at the meeting and um, saw that there, she was being doxxed on, on Twitter. She's been fired for speaking out at a board meeting for her own children and for telling the truth that there's not a problem at the, at the children's hospital. The problem is with RSV and what's causing that. And uh, we're going to return the favor and pull some dirty laundry ourselves. But I am running out of time and I want to make sure I get through all of this. So we'll have that after the break and we'll be connecting with Dr. Malone on some of his breakdown on what a fully approved vaccine actually means. It's not what the headlines are telling you. That's for sure. I'll see you after the break. The scientific dictatorship that I've been warning you about for 27 years has now gone from beta testing to operational. The globalists are out in the open with their planetary depopulation takeover, their robot takeover. But the good news is we've been working and you've been working and others have been working across the planet for decades to get ready for this, to be able to fight it off. Humanity is strong. We're incredible. 
And if we're aware of the attack that's happening, we have a real chance of defeating it. If we ask God for guidance, we will defeat it. So prayer is essential, research is essential, getting prepared is essential, and warning others is absolutely essential. And at the same time, supporting InfoWars by buying high-quality products to keep us on air is essential because they're great products for you and your family, and they're also funding our operation. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is incredible. A lot of our products that have been sold out because the supply chain breakdowns are back in, like Bodies, Vasobeats, and others. So get them today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you for being part of the resistance. Gerald in South Carolina. Go ahead, you're on the air. Trying to move quicker. Hey, Alex. Welcome. Would like to say first off, thanks for being the voice of reason in amongst all this stupidity. Wanted to warn people, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a year, okay? I'm a double amputee, and I have bacteria infection on my lung that'll never go away. Uh, Living Defense saved my life. They had me on antibiotics for two years that almost killed me. Living Defense brought me back. I wanted to just quote from the Bible, Jesus is saying, as to where we are right now. This is Matthew 24, verse 9. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. That's right where we're at, brother. And that's because God's name is on the founding of this country, no matter what they say, and that's why the enemy hates it, because God created this country. Infowars.com forward slash show. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Welcome back. Christy Lee here filling in for Owen Schroyer. I am a recovering main evening news anchor for traditional news media and uh, reformed. Going prompter free, unplugged, feels good. Thank you for joining me today. We were just talking about a Round round Rock ISD board meeting that I went to the other night. There was a lot of brave parents that were speaking against this authoritarian measure of requiring masks. Well, one of those brave, brave parents that has shown up to these meetings is Jeremy Story, who has seven kids. And he was pushing the school, why are you having a superintendent that has allegations of assault against him? And they will not talk about it, about it. And they deny even knowing about it. And he was actually escorted out of one of those meetings. He uh, shared a successful protective order filed by the alleged victim. Why am I talking about this? Because um, they doxed the one brave nurse that spoke last night and she's been fired for speaking up against these uh, the mask wearing. So let's talk about the superintendent that is pushing this. He um, has an allegation um, of assault by a woman that he had an affair with. And um, there's a field protective order uh, by him as retaliation against her. Her protective order is in full effect. Trustee Vesa of the board said she didn't know anything about this, but she had received a message from the victim, ignored that, um, and so basically one of the board members lied about knowing about this. And um, here are some of the text messages between super, the superintendent of Round Rock Schools and um, the, uh, the alleged victim. And she says, this is your worst nightmare. This is my third test. Never showed you my results because I did two more. Don't want to talk about it until I know what I'm doing. He said, what's happening? You're really scaring me. I don't know if you can show show these. Um, he says, I have a lot to lose and I will not let you make me lose everything. You need to get rid of it. I don't want it. You did this all on purpose to make me lose it all. And now you are using it to make me 
defamation. I will make you pay this. You will not make me lose everything. The right thing is not possible right now. You can't understand. You know this career. Don't make me go after you and make you pay the consequences for you and this baby. So they go on and back and forth. He says, I will meet you to get an abortion. She said, no, I will not get an abortion. I will pay the consequences as you threaten me. This baby has a heartbeat. I will not kill it. And it goes on and on. So this is the superintendent of my kid's school district who has uh, been behind doxing a nurse that got fired for speaking out against the mask mandates. And he gets to continue to be employed, even though he has a protective order against a woman that he that has been alleged to have been his extramarital affair um, and threatened her and her baby. So, so this is this is how it works. But we're not allowed to talk about that. And you get taken from the room if you bring that up. So just wanted to get through that. And I want to um, completely switch gears now and talk to um, a friend of someone who's become a friend of mine, Dr. Robert Malone. I want to make clear that Dr. Robert Malone is not anti-vax. He uh, supports vaccinations. He has done work for the Department of Defense with vaccinations. He got the COVID-19 vaccine, but he's had concerns. And because he's spoken out, he's faced a censorship and been targeted and banned. And you know the drill how this happens. So he um, and his wife put together an article that really breaks down what this fully authorized vaccine actually means. So welcome in um, Dr. Robert Ballone. Thank you so much for being on today. And thank you for being a friend, Christy. Thank you. (laughs) That's one of the nicest things I've heard all day. So I'm honored. Well, you Um, are welcome. Thank you for being honorable and sticking to your beliefs and no matter what the those who are are targeting you are are saying so well you also you're on fire uh <laughs> you're 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 defending your cubs i'm 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 really you know i think i think is a fair amount of outrage is warranted here and uh so good on you um and i i fully support you go get them you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying I, I, love, I love the 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 truman quote you know give them hell harry uh well I only speak the truth about them and they think it's hell. Um, so let's speak truth and uh, be like Carrie. Awesome. So much like I am so used to in mainstream news, all over the headlines, as was expected, when Pfizer got full approval, all over the he- headlines, fully approved. What are the anti-vaxxers going to do? What are the unvaccinated going to do? Now it's fully approved. But you say those headlines are not representative fully of the truth. So hoping you can break down what you and your wife uncovered. Yeah, and thanks for saying it that way. But it's really me and about a half dozen other people, which I can't really name because I don't want to dox them. Uh, but uh, this is many minds that have gone into this analysis that you're pointing to. Uh, what the, the FDA did, I've heard it referred to as three-card Monty or bait-and-switch or a shell game. Uh, the FDA has some really complex bureaucratic uh, strategy here. And um, the press has all bought into the storyline that's been pushed, as is often the case, that this is all the Pfizer vaccine. What the FDA actually did, there's, and this has caused all kinds of confusion because people are looking at the letters and not understanding what's going on. There are two authorization letters here. One is a continuation of the emergency use authorization for the Pfizer product, which is 
Uh, they manufacture on behalf of BioNTech. And the other one is a letter, is the actual um, uh, authorization to market or BLA approval, biologic license application approval, uh, which is granted to BioNTech. So there's two separate letters, and they've now legally split these into two separate products. The ones that were labeled before and were used under emergency use authorization and still are, are the Pfizer have been what's been referred to as the Pfizer product, and it's been marketed by Pfizer, well, marketed, they sell it to the government, okay? And those are the vials that are still in circulation here in the United States. Now, there's a, a product that's labeled Comarnity. I think that's how it's pronounced. So we're going to soon learn this. I like had trouble pronouncing days. that too, just so you know. I'm like, how is this pronounced? <laughs> yeah. So it's like early in the days when we were all trying to figure out how, was it COVID or, or COVID or I, I, I don't know. Um, so uh, we'll eventually learn how they want us to, to say it, I'm sure. Um, that's, the, that's the labeled product that just got its label authorization, its package insert authorization, its marketing authorization. Um, and that's the one that is actually approved. However, since they've just issued the authorization for the labeling and the marketing, et cetera, because all that has to be approved by the FDA, they have not begun or they do not yet have in stock the uh, labeled approved products. So we now are in a situation where there's two products. There's the one that was uh, previously provided and is currently in stock in freezers all over the country that is still under emergency use authorization. And then there's the new one that isn't available here in the States yet, but it's available in other countries under this Comarnity or whatever the name is, uh, product label. So that's, that's the kind of um, uh, shell game number one. Then there's a bunch more stuff underneath that, but I'm going to let you drive on on how we're going to roll that out. (laughs) Okay. Well, we do need to take a quick break, but then we can dig into some of these other issues and more that you can tell us about vaccines, especially as someone that's been targeted and banned and questioned about your authority on this. But we'll certainly break down that you have plenty of authority on this subject, and we'll get into that in the next segment. Thank you so much for being on with us, Dr. Malone, and we'll see you back here after this short break. The BioPros are the new non-GMO pollution solution using eco-friendly products to treat everyday problems while supporting our environment. For the first time, the BioPros are bringing to the public market a suite of bioremediation products to the everyday consumer. Their first product they are launching is called BioSeptic Pro, a product specifically designed to establish a healthy septic system. BioSeptic Pro contains live microorganisms, not traditional enzymes like its competitors. This stuff lives in your septic system. It's really like probiotics for your septic tank. Say goodbye to septic problems, gas buildup, and odor guaranteed. Bioseptic Pro is light years ahead of traditional septic treatments. They have a revolutionary patented delivery system that carries live microorganisms to treat the problem at its core, making their products up to 100 times more effective than its competitors. Bioseptic Pro is safe for plumbing, human, animal, and aquatic life. Secure your Bioseptic Pro today at thebiopros.com for anaerobic septic tanks. Thebiopros.com Infowars.com forward slash show.
We are in a war for America. This is the War Room. back. This is Christy Lee, guest hosting for Owen Schreier today for the War Room. And we are talking about the misinformation the mainstream news is putting out there that this vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine, is fully approved by the FDA. Well, they fail to delineate between two different labels. It gets confusing. Got to hand it to them. They just don't want to get into the weeds. I'm sure that's why they're not being forthright and honest about this. I have Dr. Malone with me today, Dr. Robert Malone, and he is the inventor of the mRNA technology behind the COVID-19 vaccines. But he's faced some resistance on that title because he's actually concerned about the bioethics of how this has been being approached. So now we're going to trust 20-year-olds in hoodies that are writing logically articles about Dr. Robert Malone saying that surely he's not who he says he is. And just throw out the window that he spent decades working with viruses and vaccines and with and for the government. Um, you know, we're just going to ignore that because he's not lockstep in line with the narrative. So, Dr. Malone, thank you for being on the show with us today. You were helping us get to the truth and get to the bottom of the fully approved label. So beforehand, just maybe review real quick what we were saying about that. Yes. Yeah, so to recap, there's actually two products that the FDA has authorized under two separate letters. This has caused a lot of confusion. One is the Pfizer emergency use authorization product, which is still authorized down to age 16. And the other one is the BioNTech community product, which is manufactured by Pfizer. They're essentially the same, but it's not actually available to you yet. Unclear as to whether these differ in their liability protection. Okay, Certainly so traditionally, the, one, the, e, the, the ones that are under emergency use authorization, they don't have to f- face liability for, but those that are fully approved by label, um, they do have to face liability for. Right now, we only have the the concoction, we'll call it. I'm not a doctor. Um, We only have that uh, vaccine out uh, readily available to the the public. So that's still not fully approved by the FDA. And so this gets murky. And even with the label that has been, quote unquote, fully approved by the FDA, um, they bypassed some major steps that they have taken in the past, correct? Correct. And so to your listeners and and viewers, You cannot go to Walgreens and get the jab for the licensed one. It's not yet available in the United States, full stop. Thank thank you for making that, uh, saying that in layman's terms. Now, you were shocked and appalled, but yet not necessarily surprised with uh, a comment from the CDC director. I want to go ahead and uh, play what um, she said. uh, I believe it was earlier today, but um, what she said and then get your reaction. Let's take it. The biggest problems with the Delta variant, as you well know, is that even for vaccinated people, we now know you can get a breakthrough infection and you could be spreading it even if you don't feel sick and you have no symptoms, which is one reason we've had this explosive growth in COVID cases this summer. So so here's my question. Is there hope or better yet data that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? 
So there's actually hope. We don't have data yet. We do know that the higher levels of protection, certainly in the alpha variant, um, resulted in less transmission. And we have not yet seen the data, but we are hopeful that. I feel like I should have heard a record scratch in there. Like, we're, we're just hoping that uh, it will work. I, it should have been like, hey, you know, the, the record sound. I don't know what that sounds like. I, I, think, I think we can what? say now we, we officially have a faith-based administration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they, they want to be, it depends on how you define faith. Certainly faith in their vaccine. But you said that she should be embarrassed about what she said. You want to expand on that? Yeah. So, I mean, this is bizarre. We're in a position where they're going to use authoritarian measures and vaccine mandates to insist on people taking a third jab and they don't have the data to support it. Now, here's the reason why this matters to you and to me as a vaccinologist. Okay, there's a thing called high zone tolerance. You cannot assume that more is better with vaccine material. More can actually reduce the immune response. It can result in less protection. This is why we need data. We're clear, I mean, by their own admission, we're, we're winging it here. They have no data. They're telling us that we're going to have to take a third jab, and they don't know if it's going to work. The data coming out of Israel right now are not showing it is. Here's what I really wanted to emphasize, okay? What's behind this? We have hope, not data. Dr. Fauci reports to Biden. He operates, he is the czar for COVID. His, his decisions carry the weight of the POTUS, of presidential authorization. That means the entire bureaucracy has to comport with whatever Tony says. Those are the rules. So if you're a bureaucrat, you face the dilemma, such as the director of the CDC, that you either get in line with the diktat or you lose your job. Okay, these people have no choice. They're forced into making these absurd comments and they they have no way back. It's that or lose your soul. And they're choosing to keep their job. It's crazy how this has become a such a pure pressure issue. And it, there's no question that you have to fear about losing your job. A, a mother and also a children's hospital worker concerned at the school board meeting gave her concerns, and then she gets fired for... Physicians Physicians are under the risk of losing their license for speaking out. And yet you have brave souls like Peter McCullough in Texas. So you guys, if, if you guys want to build a statue when this is all over, I nominate Peter. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think you have some, some true leaders there. And the world thanks you for that. And... I was reading through your document and, and the folks at home, they can get this document where you really lay it all out as far as why this vaccine is not fully approved by the FDA. If you dig a little bit deeper, um, if they want to get a copy of this, they can just go to your website, correct? Correct. Okay. And you did. yeah, t- tell me, tell me the website address again. It's www dot rwmalonemd.com and it's in our blogs. Okay, and we'll link to that on um, our website. But um, one of the things that is also discussed in here is you said the efficacy claims are based on outdated data. Can you explain that? Yeah, so they've based all their licensure. I, I mean, it's fascinating. This thing dropped the day before a crucial paper was published in, in uh, New England Journal of Medicine 
that documented a series of additional adverse events. Um, it documented the, la- the reduction in efficacy associated with Delta strain. I mean, I, I guarantee that the FDA was fully aware that that New England Journal article was about to drop. There, there was multiple crucial data that came out the day after this thing was issued that documented the reduction in efficacy with Delta, documented the adverse events, which are not listed on the label. They're able to get away because they put it out and approved the label before that paper dropped. They were able to not include these additional adverse events like shingles uh, and many other things that the New England Journal paper documents based on the Israeli data. And I got to tell you, folks, the Israeli data is really clear, and now so is the British data. All of this storyline that only 1% of the people in the hospital are vaccinated is false. Um, I'm sure you're shocked, but uh, it's, it's more like half of the people, 40 to 50% of the people in the hospital are the vaccinated. And there are all kinds of stories about a rampant transmission between vaccinated persons with Delta variant. But the FDA, by dropping this hammer before all this information started coming out, was able to ostensibly, you know, kind of like, again, it's it's three card money. It's a shell game uh, to to avoid confronting the actual truth uh, with this licensure packet. So we're all right. Hold that thought, Dr. Malone. We got to go to another break real quick, but we'll be back with Dr. Malone. Dropping some knowledge on us. Let's go back in time, say to the mid-1990s. And then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020, where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. Need to go to prison for it right now. The purpose of fear is to call us into action. And there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, the days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
Welcome back. Christy Lee here, guest hosting The War Room with Owen Scheuer as he deals with his attacks. And we have been talking to Dr. Robert Malone. He is the inventor of the mRNA technology behind the COVID-19 vaccines that all can be fact-checked. You can look up his patents, you know. Don't read what your uh, the twenty year old fact checkers are saying about Dr. Robert Malone, but um, we were just talking during the break about how this is just so eerie, so over the line. And I last night I uh, was talking with my husband and um, revealed I'd never seen V for Vendetta, and he <laughs> was like, "What? You've never seen that movie?" So I was watching it. I couldn't help but picture Fauci's face on the one of the main stars, the chancellor, I guess, of the movie. And so I asked Robert to humor me. We're going to watch this clip and um, see whose face we picture when they're talking about this. Stories often do with a young up-and-coming politician. He's a deeply religious man and a member of the Conservative Party. He's completely single-minded and has no regard for the political process. <laughs> The more power he attains, the more obvious his zealotry, and the more aggressive his supporters become. Eventually, his party launches a special project in the name of national security. At first, it's believed to be a search for biological weapons, and it's pursued without regard to its cost. However, the true goal of this project is power, complete and total hegemonic domination. The project, however, ends violently. But the efforts of those involved are not in vain, for a new ability to wage war is born from the blood of one of the victims. Imagine a virus, the most terrifying virus you can, and then imagine that you and you alone have the cure. But if your ultimate goal is power, how best to use such a weapon? It's at this point in our story that along comes a spider. He is a man seemingly without a conscience for whom the ends always justify the means, and it is he who suggests that their target should not be an enemy of the country, but rather the country itself. Three targets are chosen to maximize the effect of the attack, a school, a tube station, and a water treatment plant. Several hundred die within the first few weeks. That Three Waters has, in fact, been contaminated. Authorities are attempting to control its deadly spread. Sends a wave of destruction throughout the underground. Fueled by the media, fear and panic spread quickly, fracturing and dividing the country until at last the true goal comes into view. Before the St. Mary's crisis, no one would have predicted the results of the election that year. No one. And then not long after the election, lo and behold, a miracle. Some believed it was the work of God himself, but it was a pharmaceutical company controlled by certain party members that made them all obscenely rich. A year later, several extremists are tried, found guilty and executed while a memorial is built to canonize their victims. But the end result, the true genius of the plan, was the fear. Fear became the ultimate tool of this government, and through it, our politician was ultimately appointed to the newly created position of High Chancellor. The rest, as they That's say, is history. We can pull out. Can you prove? All right, that's quite enough of that. But things that stuck out to me in just that clip alone is it's fueled by the media division and unrest. And then they say fear became the tool of the government. What were you thinking when you've seen that movie in the past and and refreshed your memory with that clip? So a lot of folks on Twitter and in the web, including the dark web, are quoting Goebbels. Um, 
that's that's what this really all goes back to is the fundamental principle that if you want to control a population, the best way to do so is with fear. And then you fragment the population and split it off into factions. And so now we've got the, the you know, I've been jabbed twice, uh, turned against those that haven't been jabbed at all, those that are vaccine hesitant. Uh, the, one of the memes on Twitter right now is, is uh, that we're next going to see the, the triple vaxxed turned against the double vaxxed and then the six vaxxed against them, et cetera. You know, where does it ever end? Uh, and and this this we have the ultimate expression of divide and conquer going on, driven by fear. And I I, I don't think it's getting harder and harder to uh, account for the behavior, this illogical behavior, like saying uh, we don't have data, we just have hope. Uh, it's harder and harder to make sense out of that. There's this stack of of examples of things that just don't make sense in and you know no one would say that the director of the world health organization is a uh, radical uh spouting misinformation that's not the party line and yet tedros is saying directly there's no logic behind a third jab but that's the public policy right now in the absence of data the whole thing is just bizarre I think and, people and are. We're in a space now where there's no more rule of law is gone here. FDA precedent and practice is just gone. They don't care. They don't care what the law is. What what I think we're down to the question is are the courts able to rein in the FDA or is the FDA extrajudicial? That's where we're at right now. The FDA is acting in a lawless fashion, not consistent with their with their practices, completely independent of populace. They um, decided to just unilaterally bypass the vaccine-related projects biologics advisory committee, which is which is still meeting, by the way. But they decided they didn't have to have their input for this license um, statement. Because there was no controversies to discuss, this is this is patently absurd, but it it doesn't matter. And, and they've captured the mainstream media, the you know some call it the legacy media. Now I think that's more appropriate. Uh, so completely that this isn't even mentioned. It's also crazy, and something that we didn't get into is uh, some of the safety and efficacy studies aren't even complete until 2023, 2025, 2027. Can you explain that aspect of it for us laymans? Yeah, so so this is another amazing uh, shell game that's been done, is that Pfizer has none of the liability here. And by the way, they've passed all the responsibility for the mandated studies off to BioNTech. They're just walking away with all the cash. It's a great deal if you're Pfizer. Um, yeah. But but I'm afraid that BioNTech is the bag holder because the FDA has mandated nine or ten different follow-on studies that have to be performed. A lot of them are focused on the pediatric adverse events. By the way, one of them is mandated, something that's near and dear to your heart, I know, is the uh, teratogenicity and cardio and, I'm sorry, uh, uh, reproductive toxicology studies in women. So there's a mandated study here. And understand, if there's a mandated study, it means... We don't know the answer to this question yet, and so you're going to have to do this study that's going to take multiple years. 
but it doesn't matter because we're going to go ahead and license it anyhow. You know, bend over and take the jab. And this particular study has to do with whether or not infants have birth defects after uh, their mothers have received the jab. Okay, so that's an outstanding issue. The, the one thing that's burning up the web right now is antibody-dependent enhancement or vaccine-enhanced disease. And there is evidence in the data. It's not conclusive yet, but it's coming out in both the UK and the, um, and the Israeli data that that might be happening. There's another fascinating statement in this. The FDA flat out acknowledges that they are unable through their uh, adverse event reporting systems to detect whether or not serious adverse events are occurring. They, it's right in the document. Remember uh, when I went on Tucker, you may not, and I said the highly controversial thing, our, our, our adverse event monitoring system, VAERS, is broken. It's not working. We can't get good data out of it. The FDA has now put that directly in the licensing document, that acknowledgement that they don't have that capability. And so they're telling BioNTech to do the job that the FDA and the CDC were supposed to do. I, I don't, it's, the whole thing is profound. The breakdown in the ability of our bureaucracy, our public health system to do its job is complete. It, it is, they, they, they are waving the white flag. And uh, just going along with whatever Dr. Fauci tells them to do, and they've given up. They acknowledge their, basically they acknowledge their incompetence. I don't know how else to say it. I think that just about sums it up. (laughs) I mean, it makes you wonder if this is a money issue or just simply a power issue. I, I don't know what to say either. It, it is, you know, understand that seven, your, your listeners and viewers need to understand 70% approximately of the budget of the FDA comes from the pharmaceutical industry now. That didn't used to be the case. There but you go. The, but, but pharma pays their bills. All right, we got to head out to break. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Robert Malone, providing your insight, arming us with the information we need to fight back. We're fired up. You know, it's crazy to get to this point. It's very bittersweet. Everything we've talked about has happened just like we said it would. And now we have a lot of credibility. But I don't care about that. I care about beating the New World Order. And it's because we have so much credibility, they can't allow us to stay on air much longer. And I don't have time to tell you all the stuff they're doing to us for a lot of reasons. I can't tell you what's going on. But let's just say this. We're going to see this through to the end. We're going to stay on air as long as we can. So please pray for us and please buy the products at InfoWarsStore.com. They're great products, plus they fund the operation. So you know, unlike other products you can buy, they're still great. Do they fund freedom? No, a lot of them don't. These are great products that fund freedom and fund justice when the whole world's waking up and looking for truth. That's why the globalists are censoring. They can't bring in all this tyranny and leave people like us on the air. So while you're at it, don't just financially support us and spread the word. Download everything we've done you can find and save it because who knows how long we're going to be on the air and the enemy is trying to destroy everything we ever said. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Welcome back. An exciting jam-packed show today. I'm guest hosting Christy Lee here. 
for the day. So thanks for showing me some grace as I get used to being on a desk prompter free uh, like I was for the many years that I was a main evening news anchor. I'm reformed. I'm being rehabilitated and uh, getting you the truth. And uh, today uh, we also have, we had Dr. Malone in our last hour today. We also have Dr. Peter Bregan, and he's um, a psychiatrist and, psychiatrist and author of COVID-19 and the Global Predators, which is releasing soon. He's known as the conscience of psychiatry for his many decades of successful reform work in the mental health field, but has now turned his attention to the misuse of science surrounding COVID-19 and its origins and what he and his co-author Ginger Bregan are calling global predators. Currently the medical and psychiatric expert for an injunction against the governor of Ohio, my home state for oppressing the citizens with unending emergency decrees related to COVID-19. He and his wife, Ginger have that new book out, which you can actually order in advance Um, And as a bonus uh, for signing up, you can get the manuscript emailed to you directly. One more quick thing about Dr. Bregan. He's a Harvard-trained psychiatrist, former full-time consultant at NIMH, and part-time for the FAA. Has been approved as a medical expert in over 100 legal cases in state and federal courts on issues relating to adverse drug effects, drug approval, the pharmaceutical industry, and the FDA author of two dozen medical, scientific, and best-selling popular books, as well as dozens of scientific articles. A long introduction, but you well-deserved introduction. I would like to welcome you in, Dr. Bregan. Well, it's very good to be here. <clears throat> I've got important breaking news, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with folks. Um, can I take one minute and tell people how to get the book? Yeah, let's let's cover your book and your background, and then we'll break the news, because then you'll have a, like a full 10 minutes <clears throat> to break it all down for us in the next segment. So okay. go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, we have a dedicated website, wearethepray.com, wearethepray.com. And if you sign up now, at least for the next few days, if you sign up for the book, you'll immediately get the book manuscript in your mailbox because we have been getting it out. In a few more days, since the books will be coming out in a few weeks, uh, then we're going to stop sending out the manuscript. And it is the definitive book, I think, on the overview of the global predators who are behind um, COVID-19, what they're doing, why they're doing it. And we'll be talking about that today. So uh, wearethepredators.com. Yeah, you have been on top of this from the beginning. From what I was able to read, you've had to make last-minute adjustments because this is constantly developing, but it is very thorough, very informative, uh, haven't obviously gotten a, a chance to read the whole thing because it was just sent to me, uh, what, yesterday? Um, but definitely plan to because mm-hmm. you've done a comprehensive study on this. You are um, also have hooked up with other respected doctors and those that are after the truth. Do you want to tell me, I guess, about your little club or your group? Well, no, it's an enormous group. Um, Ginger and I are members with the major international groups that are uh, taking on COVID-19. We're not alone at all. And three of the top people in the field wrote introductions to the book. Uh, Peter McCullough, MD, uh, MPH, who is a professor of over 600 publications. And like me, he decided he had to give up his ordinary life and get to work on COVID-19 when it was so obviously being uh, run in a predatory uh, and fraudulent manner. And uh, he wrote an, he's written an introduction. And then uh, 
he is actually the leading doctor in the world on the treatment of COVID-19 because there are good, excellent treatments for COVID-19 that are being hidden. And the person who originally found the major treatments and promoted them, uh, Zev Zelenko, Vladimir Zev Zelenko, has written an introduction. And uh, then a very outstanding uh, Dr. Elizabeth Lee Leet, who is MD again, has written an introduction. And uh, just this uh, week, we have... Uh, added to the list of people now promoting the book for us who have given us wonderful uh, endorsements. Um, All right, hold that thought, Dr. Bregan. We got to go to break, but he has breaking news in the next segment. Stick around for that. Welcome back, Christy Lee, guest hosting for Owen Schwer today. Today, I am fired up, man. Everything has been happening so quickly. I have things going on with my kids' school. It's like the fight never ends. But luckily, we do have advocates. We do have others that are fighting this fight. And particularly, people much smarter than I, many doctors and scientists and viral, vi- I can't even say the word, those that work with vaccines and um, and viruses. <laughs> there you go. So um, right now, I have Dr. Bregan with me today, and he has just written a book called COVID-19 and the Global Predators. We are the prey. If you order ahead, you can get the manuscript, but he really was excited to tell me about some breaking news that he um, wanted to share with us today. So uh, Dr. Bregan, welcome back and um, give it to us. (laughs) Well, this news, you'll find all the background for it in the book. Um, because we had ancillary documents, but we have now found the mother document, the mother plan for COVID-19, how the drug companies, the World Health Organization, um, and uh, Bill Gates were in the lead with uh, Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. Um, They made a book plan, 61 pages, that they developed in 2016, starting in January and going through the year. And this plan includes working with the uh, World Health Organization, working with BARDA. And in fact, uh, Rick Bright, who was the BARDA BARDA head with the federal government, is the one who crushed uh, Trump's really important attempt to open up... uh, hydroxychloroquine to the public and Barda stepped in and, uh, and Rick Bright stepped in and uh, and stopped him from doing that. The purpose being to stop uh, any good treatment. So there was a justification for pushing for the vaccines and giving the drug companies all the money and giving them all of the exemptions. Because if there is a good treatment, then you they couldn't have done that under the emergency use authorizations. Well, all of this goes back to being fully planned in 2016. Uh, they were working with BARDA. They were working with the FDA. They're working um, with uh, major corporations. They, they said they were going to probably have two or more. They'd already picked Pfizer. And then they would very shortly pick Moderna. And all of that in 2016. So when Pfizer and Moderna turn up as number one and two, and they turn up to have a monopoly on the U.S. market, and they turn up to be getting billions of dollars to uh, 
actually cover all their costs, indirect costs and direct costs. That's all been stated in this document as a goal, quite literally, to see that they are, quote, reimbursed for their direct and indirect costs. And then then they're actually given tons of money to uh, distribute the vaccines as well. Um, at the time, Rick, uh, Rick Bright was, as I said, with the agency. Now he has gone on to be with the Rockefeller Foundation, and it looks like they are going to set up something that may be in competition to some extent um, with the organization called CEPI that was formed in uh, 2016. Uh, CEPI had a joint coordination committee on it where all the full partners in this huge effort to bypass government uh, legislation, bypass executive orders, and and have sort of a supranational, uh, above uh, nations uh, uh, approach to the coming plague that they were predicting. And this uh, this committee actually had... uh, Uh, agreements, memorandums of agreement with each other, with Bill Gates and his organization, and with Klaus Schwab, and that included uh, the Gates Foundation, WHO, the Wellcome Trust, which is a giant foundation formed by drug money, drug company money, Uh, NIH was involved with it, European Union involved, the FDA, Gavi, all big names. So in other words, our fate, our future was determined by these people getting together four years before anything was taking place. And you'll see in the book that uh, by 2017, all of this was actually becoming a, a known public reality. In 2017, the EUA was uh, uh, developed further by the FDA. Uh, Gates and uh, Fauci at the World Economic Forum in 2017 announced the founding of CEPI to fund vaccines. It's all about vaccines. And uh, the Rockefeller Foundation came out with a report on responding to vaccines with essentially martial law, whatever else was necessary. And then um, in, uh, at the, toward the end of the year, 2017, the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health uh, did a book uh, in association with a lot of universities. Uh, hey, you got it right up there, lockstep. And what they uh, developed was, well, that's actually Rockefeller. What, what they, <laughs> uh, no, that that's actually is. Yeah, that's Johns Hopkins. Good work. My goodness. The Johns Hopkins. <laughs> Good bunch you, of you guys here. are great. Came <laughs> up with this program, lockstep to respond, and they called the epidemic spars. So by then they knew they knew, with no increasing scientific evidence, that they were going to be uh, developing a uh, an epidemic in the future that would be a SARS-CoV epidemic. Epidemic. They come out and say it. This is not 2020, folks. When uh, we know that these things were going on, it's 2017. So the takeaway from all of this is that the predators of the world, billionaires, uh, these these uh, UN organizations working closely with communist China, because when you're working with who, you're working directly with communist China, were developing a plan, 
I believe now we felt we had to conclude this, but we didn't want to for a purposeful for release, I think in 2021, because that's when they were dating the fulfillment of this big project, 2021. And, uh, and that they were going to release the SARS-CoV and they were going to make billions and billions of dollars, which they've now done. And they were going to increase top-down government, which they they love the Chinese model. Bill Gates and Schwab and all these folks have said the uh, Chinese model is the best model. And all this was planned for us uh, just astonishingly uh, way in advance. And I know I'm talking fast and a lot, so I should take a breath, give you a chance. <laughs> it's a lot of information to get out there and, and put out to us. I mean, and, and it's shocking. And so it's like, I'm sure you're just spilling over and wanting to share all this information. Yeah, it is doing this work. Uh, the book is with myself and with my my amazing wife, Ginger, Ginger Bregan. We've at times felt like we were walking through some awful dark place that was going to destroy us any moment. It has just been horrific to look at the outright planning. But, you know, it helps us understand, because if you realize that the vaccine is nothing more than the spearhead of totalitarianism, then everything falls into place. That's why they don't want to treat the disease it exists. There is a SARS-CoV. It's, uh, it spares children and young people completely, much less virulent than the flu. And then in old people, it has about the same risks as the flu. But we have treatments. And so they exaggerate the death rate at the CDC, and they won't allow treatments. And now they're refusing to deal with the reported deaths, which are over 10,000 reported deaths, the CDC, from the vaccine. So it's all about protecting the vaccine. It's the spearhead for making billions, which they've done, and imposing top-down government and cowing America. They've cowed Americans. They've cowed all of us. We've had to, we've had to overcome fear and, uh, and fright to go ahead and just go out and just say, no, we're going to talk about it. We're going to confront it. We're going we're gonna to tell people we have to stand up against what's going on. Yes, and stand up you are with this breaking news that there was a plan, that there is proof of a plan, and we're going to continue to get the word out as much as we can. You face censorship. We're going to talk more about that, talk more about your book. Thank you so much for uh, being on today, Dr. Bregan, and we'll join you again after this break. I'm not funded by George Soros. I'm not funded by the Democratic Party. I'm funded by you. We got great products you need. We got great stuff for your immune system and your body and just stuff that's essential for general health like vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals, and all the key amino acids for adults, children, old folks. You absorb more of it than pills because it's liquid form and it tastes great. Ready to ship to you now. 33% off and Vaso Beats back in stock. Great for your heart, great for your liver, cardiovascular, creates nitrous oxide in the blood, super beet concentrate, 50% off. Pollen Block back in stock, natural antihistamine, 40% off. And of course, we have X2, totally essential deep earth crystal iodine it's discounted and pure turmeric formula the liquid extract as well it's discounted and back in stock activated charcoal toothpaste and activated charcoal toothpaste uh, mouthwash with all the essential oils those are 33% off as well you can call toll free 888-253-3139 or you can go to infowarstore.com we got a lot of great other products on the site as well so be sure and check those out today let's go back in time say to the mid-1990s 
And then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020 where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. They need to go to prison for it right now. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room today. Thank you for joining us. I have Dr. Bregan on with me today. He's a psychiatrist and author of COVID-19 and the Global Predators. We are the prey. He has done extensive research from the beginning on what exactly is going on. You know, we've all felt uncomfortable since this all started. And he's been a truth seeker, one of the brave doctors willing to speak out, put everything on the line to fight for truth to fight for common sense, to fight for true science. And we thank him for that. His latest discovery is a document, and it's a it's a thick one right here. <laughs> it's from CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness and Innovations. And he says, if you dig deep into this manuscript here, that it seems there was a plan all, all along. And that's kind of how we all, have all felt is that this, man, this just seems like it was all planned ahead of time. And um, joining me again is Dr. Bregan. How did, how did it come about that you found this latest um, script? And, and tell me how that all unfolded. Well, the first step was as, as we were getting ready to finish the book, maybe a month and a half ago, um, I felt like I had done most of the writing. And so I got woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning by myself thinking, oh, I, I want to look at uh, 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 the plans. That's what I'm going to do the next book about. We'll look more into the plans because we now know it's planned. We have proven that in our book. So I went to my computer and I have no idea, but my fingers ended up tapping on something. I got into the WHO archives and out of the WHO archives, I got a, I got the PowerPoint of this current document that I've now found. It was a, and that's all in the book with pictures of the PowerPoint actually uh, on some of the pages. The PowerPoint showed that Bill Gates was dividing up the world with the World Health Organization, that he was planning to work with the universities around the world. He's given so much money to them. He's given so much money to, to a lot of the agencies that are the, not the FDA, but the equivalent of the FDA in, in various countries. Uh, and uh, he just has so much power. Well, he was going to work with who? Who was going to be the, the organization that told us to conform to their scientific standards? Well, the scientific standards were sell at all costs, sell at all costs the Bill Gates-sponsored 
vaccines, which turned out to be in the U.S. That's the biggest market, biggest money, Pfizer and Moderna, both backed, invested in by Bill Gates. And um, so we had it all outlined and we knew exactly what I'm telling you today. And it's in the book. But I wondered what's behind the PowerPoint. So, again, I sometimes I just think. I'm not doing this. It's like I'm not doing it. So I started searching again, and I I just couldn't believe it. All of a sudden, I'm looking at that document you just held up that nobody's heard of, the SEPI business plan. Whose business plan is it? It's the business plan of Bill Gates and and, uh, Schwab and the big industries and the big philanthropic organizations, all of them investing uh, in the coming of the vaccine release, whenever it's going to, of the need for the vaccine. But nobody plans ahead and invests multi-billions of dollars in huge coordination programs and writes books about it and other in-depth, yeah, has these kinds of meetings at the World Economic Forum that that you're putting up. I mean, you don't do that if there's no money coming, if it's never going to happen. You don't fight World War I or World War II long before the war starts. You got to know that you've got something there to start investing all that money. And uh, this really just put the cap on it because it so clearly is part of the uh, Great Reset because it's announced for the first time after they write this document together, sponsored by Gates and the World Economic Forum and a few other places, including, God bless them, our own uh, agencies of the federal government are involved as partners and making these arrangements, official arrangements with them, all that 14 years beforehand. And now, we thought it was going to be released probably in 2021 was the plan. But then what happened, and this is critical, is that the terribly unexpected victory of Donald Trump, the acknowledged enemy of globalism. What does Trump do? Uh, it has been covered by the press, but very soon after he was elected, he came at odds with the biggest donors to the Republican Party. Uh, because they were globalists. And he mm-hmm. said, I don't care if you don't fund me, you're globalists. I'm for the working people. I'm for the middle class. I'm bringing back industry to America. I'm closing the border. You're not going to make paupers out of our laborers, which is what globalism is about. It's about a uniform labor force where everybody's begging for work, not for nations that managed to build themselves up and develop their own labor forces. You know, and 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 actually, you know, have good lives for themselves. No, they want to level it all out and be the wealthy who take control. And this is exactly what they did. And I never thought I'd even think a thought like this two years ago. I, we got to this by going up and looking at what in the world's going on. I mean, here's Fauci, and all of a sudden we find out Fauci's on on the vaccine committee of Bill Gates. Nobody told us that, we just found it. And so from there, it became so clear, ultimately what's going on. And and folks, I, I wanted to inspire you and give you strength. We really understand what we're up against now. The vaccine is nothing but a weapon And uh, I think they released it early. That's the conclusion of my earlier thought. They released it earlier in China uh, because the Chinese had to stop 
Donald Trump. He was spoiling their economy by refusing to let American companies go over there and uh, use slave labor and uh, all the other perks they get over there. He was refusing to let the Chinese send fentanyl across our southern border. He was going to keep the border steady and, and uh, organized. He refusing to let in a lot of cheap labor. And so I think that the release was purposeful, not just accidental, but purposeful at that time. And they had a perfect agent, and they knew they had a perfect agent for communist China, because China has many, many, too many old people and not enough young people because of their uh, one-child policy, massive abortions, control the population. They just don't have enough children to support old people. And the Chinese traditions uh, don't allow uh, anymore to be effective because uh, they don't exist in the current in the current environment in China. The young people go to the big cities; uh, they don't stay with their families anymore. So they had all of these very expensive old people, and they found this uh, miracle vaccine, which um, I predicted in in mid 2020. Ginger and I, from reading the scientific literature, was going to spare the young people because. Uh, the COVID-19 research that was done by China and the U.S. was funded by Fauci prior to 2015 showed that the vaccines they were trying to develop uh, first didn't work very well, uh, and they, but they were terrible for old people, and the virus itself didn't affect young people and was terrible for old people. So having a vaccine that would kill the old people Having and uh, that's what's happening, and 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 weak people, you know, uh, older people like me, but also people who have immune systems that aren't working so well. Right. Yeah, Dr. Bergen, we're gonna have to end up going to uh, a break, but I want to dig in more to this plan, and I think what we all really want is some hope that you are gonna try and do something about this. So we're gonna hear the plan after this. I'm not funded by George Soros. I'm not funded by the Democratic Party. I'm funded by you. We got great products you need. We got great stuff for your immune system and your body and just stuff that's essential for general health like vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals and all the key amino acids for adults, children, old folks. You absorb more of it than pills because it's liquid form and it tastes great. Ready to ship to you now. 33% off and Vaso Beats back in stock. Great for your heart, great for your liver. Cardiovascular creates nitrous oxide in the blood. Super beet concentrate, 50% off. Pollen block back in stock. Natural antihistamine, 40% off. And of course, we have X2, totally essential deep earth crystal iodine it's discounted and pure turmeric formula the liquid extract as well it's discounted and back in stock activated charcoal toothpaste and activated charcoal toothpaste uh, mouthwash with all the essential oils those are 33 percent off as well you can call toll free 888-253-3139 or you can go to infowarsstore.com we got a lot of great other products on the site as well so be sure and check those out today Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning. This broadcast might offend the easily offended. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. Welcome back. This is Christy Lee. 
Filling in for Owen Scheuer on The War Room. Welcome back. And today we're talking to Dr. Bregan, and he is a psychiatrist, author of COVID-19, The Global Predators, We Are the Prey, and also currently the medical and psychiatric expert for an injunction against the governor of Ohio for oppressing the citizens with unending emergency decrees related to COVID-19. Ohio is my home state. My parents still live there. I know they appreciate your efforts, Dr. Bregan. And you've been passionate about following what was going on with COVID-19 from the very beginning. You most recently uncovered uh, some evidence that this was all part of the plan. And we were just talking about breaking down that manuscript that you found. It really supports that, that this was planned out, that it was all coordinated, that they made it very easy for these vaccine companies to get reimbursed, to have protections. It's very scary to to read through this information and get the backing for what you're claiming. And what we want to know now is, is what can be done about it? Because it seems like we always are constantly uncovering sinister plans, but then what's next? Well, I want to address mothers. Um, my wife has been focusing me on this because I think it's very critical to all of this. Your children are not at risk from COVID-19. And instead of vaccinating our children, what the country needs to allow our children to, in the normal process, get COVID-19. Because if your child gets COVID-19, he or she will be for probably the rest of his life, almost certainly, immune to whole ranges of COVID-19 kinds of of, uh, viruses, not just to the China virus, uh, not just to a Delta virus. And unlike the vaccines that are being used, this natural immunity that your child has won't have to be repeated and stuck over and over again. And unlike, unlike the vaccines, if your child gets COVID-19, you probably won't even notice, Might maybe get a cold, maybe not. If your child gets COVID-19 and then is exposed to COVID-19 much later on, it will be harmless. But if you get the vaccine, then you're exposed to COVID-19. Maybe you'll have some immunity, but maybe you'll get sicker than ever. And we are having multiple cases now. We can't count the numbers because the CDC refuses to. But we're hearing about many, many people who have had COVID-19 vaccine and then get COVID-19. And they are sicker than they ever would have been ordinarily. And we knew all this from the animals because all of this is in the animal research. In fact, the FDA was warned by by one after another animal research documents from 2008, nine up through, believe me, believe it or not, 2020, saying that these vaccines are too dangerous to try on people. They are causing a lot of different problems uh, for, uh, for animals, for mice, for rats, for other animals. And uh, if the uh, human being is in any way compromised or older, like the mice, is going to be an even more severe risk. So, you know, it's since they know everything and they're doing everything anyway, 
you have to, it has to be looked at now as a plan. And I can tell you, I am not a conspiracy theorist. I've never been accused of being one, even though the drug companies would have liked to have called me that, because I've written several medical books for a major American uh, a publisher. I've published over 70 peer-reviewed scientific articles. I've been in court over 100 times, having my testimony cross-examined. So this is real, folks. So moms, I, my first suggestion is moms, dads, families, do everything in your power to keep your child from getting vaccinated. And I, I, when I mean a child, I mean anybody, anybody uh, through early 20s. And uh, it's, yeah. go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, I just talked to a father recently who thought he was doing what was best for his son and got his son vaccinated. And then days later, his son died of an enlarged heart. And he's very upset. He says he's, just now suddenly decided he doesn't trust the government um, because he didn't get feel like he didn't get the warning that he needed to. It's very sad. Well, there are now enough cases of heart disease in children um, and adults now to simply take it off the market, take them all off the market. But it's worse than that. I mentioned earlier, and he's repeating, when you have 10,000 deaths reported to the CDC, I think it's up to 12,000 now, uh, here's a piece of data that will blow anyone's mind. It blew my mind. The average reported deaths over the years from all combined vaccines is 150 a year. And I agree very much with uh, Peter McCullough, MD, you know, who's really one of the medical stars in this whole area. As soon as there were uh, 120, 30, whatever, anything in that range of deaths, you pull them all off the market. And... Instead, we have thousands of deaths in the U.S. and, of course, many more deaths reported overseas. But to make it even worse, what percentage of, of uh, deaths from a vaccine are likely to get reported to the CDC? Well, we have studies on it, and it varies from 1% or less to 10%. That's, that's how weak the studies are. They, they all show these numbers that are pretty variable. But if you're being conservative, as I am in my book, and you say, okay, if we're up to 10,000 deaths, that's, that's like 100,000 people. And so what are the deaths? We don't know because the CDC is refusing to evaluate the deaths. It ignores the deaths. It is the most bizarre thing that those of us who are physicians have ever seen in our lives. That along with telling us we can't treat people for COVID-19. And of course, it'll spoil their party if everybody gets better and the emergency measures are no longer allowed under the law because everybody's getting better. And besides, who's going to want a vaccine when everybody's getting better? I want to repeat, the vaccines are spearhead of totalitarianism. That is an increasing vastly the wealth of uh, Chinese and American billionaires. Chinese billionaires, there are 400, and 400 of them compared to 650 in the U.S. Their average income went up 60% in 2020. That's all of them. That's great. Some of them getting wealthier and wealthier. The Communist Party is getting a little worried about all the wealth pouring into a few hands other than uh, the, the, the maybe the top bureaucrats. That's crazy. And so before you said that when you uncovered this plan, that it was 
all a plan from the beginning, a moneymaker and coordination and all of that. You said that you uh, shot off an email to Bobby Kennedy and that you guys are, tr- are trying to coordinate taking some kind of legal action or is that yes. premature? T- tell me about that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually working and, and I don't want to go much further than this with, with several of the uh, top legal groups in the country <clears throat> around this particular document. I'm a part of Bobby Kennedy's uh, legal team, uh, along with my wife, Ginger, because of her great research. It's not a very big team. But I don't know whether Bobby will do anything about this. He may may choose to do something else. I, I do not know that. Um, I'm also working with uh, the most active attorney in the field. Um, and uh, just today, I've sent him this document. He was very interested in getting it, as appalling as it is. So, yeah, I'm doing my best. And... Um, I worked with Tom Rents in the Ohio case in your home state. And what happened, by the way, is is as soon as Tom succeeded in getting an injunction, which meant that they had to temporarily stop and they had to produce their records. I need to to hear the rest of this. So let's go to break and then you can start over about what's happening in Ohio. Stick around. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right to the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is Vitamin Mineral Fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body and your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their gut. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen, and just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system, and it funds the info war. A true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsStore.com. I'm up here working on a Thursday night in mid-April 2021. And I just want to say something. I am so blessed and honored to work with this incredible crew that has come together over the years. It is truly an answer to prayer. And I am so blessed and thankful for all of you, the listeners of this show. I want you to know that I love you and I appreciate you. Whether you are old, whether you are Hispanic, white, black, it doesn't matter. you got red blood. And if you love freedom and justice and if you love our innocent children, we are brothers and sisters together. And it has just been an incredible experience to work with you over the years. And as crazier things are, I want to keep working into the future. But again, that's really up to you and up to God. So please, I hope God works through you and and puts a message in your heart to support us. But again, that's up to you and your relationship with God. I just want to thank you all for the years of support you've given us and what you've done. And just ask you again to pray to God and ask what God's vision is for you. And hopefully God will touch your heart to continue to support InfoWars. God bless. Infowars.com forward slash show.
Welcome back. Christy Lee guest hosting the War Room today, and we are in a war, that's for sure. I've been talking about spiritual warfare when I guest hosted the American Journal earlier this week, and it is a battle, and we need to put on our full armor of God, and I am so blessed to have Dr. Bregan on today, who I know is a believer. He and his wife, they are in the battle. They were guided to the information that they need to arm us with the information we need to fight back. He is a psychiatrist and author of several, several books, but his latest one is COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. And this is going to arm you with the information you need to spread the word and fight back against the tyranny. Part one is Anthony Fauci and the making of COVID-19. Part two is COVID-19 policies and the end of science. Part three, COVID-19 and the predatory globalists. Part four, recovering our liberty. So, it's going to arm you with a lot of knowledge and be able to have you help others. It even has how to find life-saving COVID-19 treatments in this book. So a wealth of knowledge that you have armed us with, Dr. Bregan. Very excited. And actually, folks can get this right now. Yes. Um, it's not out in the bookstores yet. It's in print now. It'll be out in a few weeks. <clears throat> but you can get an advanced copy uh, you can buy the advanced copy on wearethepray.com, wearethepray.com. And for the next few days, um, if you do that, you'll get the manuscript at the same time. We've been doing that for several months so people would get the information. When they go to wearethepray.com and they get the manuscript and, and then the book will arrive. And, uh, so, and that offer's still there, but we'll have to end it in a few days and the book will be out. And it sounds like God has just continually guided you in this process. And it set, your wife was telling me that you even had some printer hangups, but then once you walked through that trial, you ended up in a better situation. Yes. It, there's no way I can explain my participation in this uh, without uh, there being a higher power that... Um, it's kept me alive this long. I'm 85 years old, this healthy with my mind working as well. I still talk too fast at times. You're 85. <laughs> I think your mind's working a lot better than mine today. So, yes, well, let's count so, your success. You know, it's, it's a blessing. And I've got this amazing woman that's been my partner for 38 years now. Um, and, uh, again, I, w I want to address hope here for a minute, Um if you join the battle, and by the way, you were, you were asking, what can we do to, to, to uh, support this fight? Well, for one thing, you can support Alex Jones. I mean, I can tell you, um, listening to Alex Jones has been an eye-opener for us, and, and uh, Ginger uh, spends quite a bit of time, she's my eyes and ears, listening to Alex. And, and, and um, just time and again and time and again, what the press has been dismissing has turned out to be true as I look at it scientifically from my own particular perspective. And I was really pretty much unfamiliar with, with, with Alex. I'd been on the show a couple of times when he had guests years and years ago. Uh, but as it's turning out, the man's a prophet and uh, God bless him. Um, so that's one thing you can do and, and find ways to support anybody who's doing this work. But if you can do something, that's the single most important thing possible. If you yourself can go down and uh, talk at the school board and run for the school board, if you yourself can go down and fill one of those empty slots uh, for local uh, politicians in the Republican Party or Libertarian Party or in any party, 
as long as you're going to you be somebody who understands all this. Uh, you will be doing a wonderful thing. Um, if you can lend your volunteer support to some of the organizations that you'll find online that are doing this kind of work, <clears throat> your life will change. What happened to us is so interesting. We've been reformers all of our lives, even before I met Ginger. She was a reformer on her own. And it's like God prepared us to kind of meet there and get together on uh, working on, uh, you know, protecting patients from the abuses in psychiatry, which is so rampant. And um, what you will find, well, we, did, we didn't find this was a particularly gratifying in the sense we met millions and millions of wonderful people who were standing up to psychiatry. We did not. We met millions and millions of victims of psychiatry who were trying to stand up. But once we got into this area, we met something, group of people very different than any others before. First of all, I'm Jewish, Ginger's Christian, mom's Christian who lives with us, but mostly Christians and some people like Zev Zelenko is Orthodox Jewish. Myself, who's a Jew, really believes in God deeply and thinks that God uh, really does have something to tell us about how to live, when to do it, what not to do. Um, you will make friends like you've never had in your life. So that this is something I really want to tell you. You're lonely. You don't feel connected. You're living in some big progressive city. Uh, you don't dare tell people you voted for Donald Trump or that you wish you had, or, or you don't tell people you got mad at him when he supported the vaccines. If you're with people you can't be honest with, join the folks in this fight. Join the folks in this fight, and you will have friends, you will have inspiration, you'll have all sorts of encouragement. And uh, one of the reasons why I'm so full of life uh, at my age, in addition to ginger and uh, uh, you know, mainly ginger is is the just the friends we have made in this uh, in this fight, and it's not a fight over COVID nineteen. It's not a fight over vaccines. It's exact exactly um, as uh, as being said on this station. It's a it's a fight between good and evil. The vaccine the the vaccine is defended because it's the holy spear. It's the Holy Spear on the evil side. And yes, it's trying to muzzle us and shut us up, as you're showing on the screen. You know, America's be lagging behind in demonstrations. It's lagging behind in getting out there and being vocal compared to some of the European countries. And uh, <clears throat> we, we just need to stand up, be brave, be honorable and uh, organize and be together and support the folks and actually your life will suddenly feel worthwhile. You'll have no regrets about, about your life. You'll feel like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm here at the time to save America, save liberty. They want to get America above all things. That's the, the reason why the vaccines, they want to vaccinate everybody, is not just because we're the wealthiest people and they're getting, you know, huge billions for it. It's because they want to make us weak. If not weak with the vaccine, then weak by being docile, weak like the little children in school wearing masks and being told that they're dangerous to adults, being lied to when, when all the children should get COVID-19. And we will, as they grow up, we'll, we'll have a community immunity. It'll happen naturally. It'll happen naturally. They don't want anybody knowing this. And it's all about control. It's a godless when you, I've, I've studied these people uh, in a way I've never studied things before. None of them are patriots. 
None of them believe in God. None of them love America. None of them believe in freedom. You can read everything written by these predators, whether it's Bill Gates and his videos or Klaus Schwab and his writing, and they, they all think China's doing better than the U.S. So these are who we're up against. It's the devil incarnate. Uh, I don't know that I believe in the devil. A lot of my friends do. Um, but that's the kind of forces we are up against. But the good people that are alive at this momentous time in America who are standing up on these issues, the good people are in the millions around the world. Even the Europeans, bless them. They're getting mad. The Germans, the French, the British, the Italians, they're standing up on these issues. <clears throat> Let's not lag behind. All good information. And I know that you have suffered some censorship yourself uh, with your YouTube channel. But um, you, you're finding other ways to get the information out. And I think that what you also said about just grassroots efforts, going to that school board meeting, I couldn't believe how fired I, I, up I became at the <laughs> microphone. I was like, oh, my gosh, it, I was feeling embarrassed deep down because I was shaking. But I, it's just like you're coming after our kids and you're doing it for power and in illogical yeah. reasons, you know? So, and then I watched the video and I saw many others were shaking and I was like, okay, so, so we're all in this together. It's a good reminder, but um, I think it's so important for us to stay connected. I'm so blessed to now count you and Ginger as friends and we're just going to all unite and stay yes. connected. And um, I want to make sure that people get your book. So, so tell us how to get it again. Just go to www.wearethepray.com. Wearethepray.com. Buy the book today and you'll get it as, uh, as a part of the first printing, which is going to be 15,000. We've had 10,000 or more people already buy it in advance. And you'll get the manuscript if you do it in the next few days. Um, and, and you'll have Time it. You'll have all the, the information. Thank you so much, Dr. Bregan, for gracing us with your time. I believe you're going to show up on Alex Jones real soon, so stay tuned for that. But again, get that book. We need to be armed with this life-saving information. We need to be armed and ready to fight this spiritual battle. And the best way to do it is with this information. Thank you for providing it. Thank you for doing that research for us, Dr. Bregan. And we'll catch you later. The world is awakening. The world is beginning to understand the globalist paradigm. They are discovering the globalists, the elites, the manipulation, the CFR, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group, the Bohemian Grove, the Club of Rome. And so even though it seems like the globalists are winning, the truth is they've had to come out in the open to attack human freedom because they're actually losing. We have forced them out in the open. So as bad as these times are, and a lot of negative things are about to happen. Realize humanity is winning. You've got to trust in the plan of God and trust in the plan of God's justice. That is invincible. That is ethereal, timeless, and unstoppable. So don't trust in man. Trust in God to lead God and direct your soul and then take action against the globalists and realize you've got my commitment from Alex Jones and my crew to you. We will never back down from the globalists and we will never surrender. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video.
Welcome back. Christy Lee here, guest hosting The War Room today. It has been a jam-packed show, though, so thanks for keeping up with, with me and uh, tolerating me as I fill in for Owen Schroyer today. I uh, saw this article from CNN. Seven U.S. Capitol police officers sue former President Trump and stop the steel organizers over the January 6th riot. Interesting that they now call it riot in this uh, title because most of the time they call it an insurrection or something of that. Uh, it's, it's just these words, you know, but at least they're surrendering that word there that it says riot, but that's the latest as far as that goes. But, um, you know, somebody was killed that day and it wasn't by the Trump supporters or the stop the steal organizers. Ashley Babbitt was killed. An unarmed woman was killed that day. And, uh, as long as seven U S Capitol police officers are going to sue the president and organizers of the event, then what's being done about the man that shot an unarmed woman, the Capitol Police officer? We have joining us today, Taylor Hansen, who can hopefully shed some light on what they plan to do about this horrific scene. The the news that gets glossed over, the reason the mainstream news outlets are are able to call this a deadly riot, and that's because one woman died from the events that day, and it was by a Capitol Police officer. So, Taylor Hansen, do we have you on the line? Yeah, I'm there you are. Okay. So tell me your involvement in this, how, how you've been able to know the latest information and, and what's being done now. So I was actually at the Capitol on January 6th, documenting on the front lines of what was going on that day. And I happened to document Ashley Babbitt being shot and killed by Lieutenant Michael Byrd. And that actually led me down the road of uh, discovering his identity and releasing it to the public back in February and April. Okay. And um, I mean, every headline that you read from the mainstream news just like not only glosses over this situation and is so inequitable as we saw what happened with Brianna Taylor and say her name, say her name. She was unarmed. This was racism. All of that was just thrown at you for mainstream news. And I know that because I was in it at the time and remember reporting these stories, but this has just been so glossed over. And then on top of it, the headlines have been that he's just automatically exonerated and they, they still aren't able or having to officially release his name. So what confidence do you have that this can go anywhere? Um, not, not much, honestly. And it's a very sad day for America between what's going on in Kabul with our American soldiers dying and the fact that you can murder an unarmed Air Force veteran and get away with it. And they're going to be parading him tonight on uh, Lester Holt on NBC around 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I can only assume what they're going to you know, frame the narrative as is the conservative media. They've completely failed in regards to covering Ashley Babbitt and actually getting the true story out there other than Infowars. So I would like to thank you guys personally for that. What I expect is they're going to parade him in front of the camera. Maybe he'll cry a little bit. They'll get a GoFundMe started for him. He's going to be the true victim of the day and a hero as well. They'll probably give him you know, Congressional Medal of Honor for executing an unarmed woman. So I really don't think you know this is going to go anywhere. They've already cleared him from an internal probe the United States uh, Capitol Police have. And it really just shows you that they do not want us to be asking questions about this. They want to parade him as the hero. They want to you know, say Ashley Babbitt was a terrorist, even though the Babbitts are one of the most amazing families I've ever had the chance and opportunity of meeting. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be terrible. And this is this is how they win the narrative battles is because they're so much faster to it. You know, Mike Bird has been identified by me and by the legal team and so many other people since February and April. Yet no media wanted to cover it except Infowars. 
And, you know, we could have gotten ahead of the narrative battle of Mike Bird is a victim. You know, he's a hero for shooting an unarmed woman in the Capitol if they would have just said his name from the beginning. And so do you think that he's under pressure now to speak like that? They just like, oh, we can't avoid it. So now we just have to take control and frame this narrative. Yeah, exactly. It's just what's going on with the January 6th commission. You have Michael Fanone, Harry Dunn, you know, these officers being paraded in, in front of the, you know, American, oh, every American citizen because they want to treat these people as heroes. They know the insurrection narrative is completely falling through and then it's completely destroyed after the last FBI report came out and they're desperately grasping at straws and they grasping know that his name is straws. out there. Taylor, stick around. I want to ask more questions after the break. Sounds great. Welcome back. This is Christy Lee with uh, the War Room. I'm guest hosting today. It's been it's been a wild ride. We've covered a lot of topics and a lot of important information. Right now, we're talking about someone that's not talked about nearly enough, and that's Ashley Babbitt, someone who was with a crowd of people in the heat of the moment. Not saying that any of that was right, but certainly unarmed and shot in cold blood. In, in, in such a safe distance and then or a short distance rather. And um, we're talking to Taylor Hansen. Uh, you have been in contact with the family. You've been on this journey with them. Tell me how they're doing and what their journey has been like what, when they've had to witness just their daughter hardly even talked about, but their daughter used as a way for the mainstream news outlets to say deadly insurrection when in all reality, She's the only one that died from violence that day. We had natural causes and suicides, but she is the victim, an unarmed victim. What has that been like for the family? I mean, the family is distraught still to this day, as they have the right to. You know, a a Capitol Police officer just showed the whole world that you can murder a U.S. citizen and completely get away with it and potentially actually be rewarded for doing so. So this family, the harassment they've had to go through, it's just, it was evil, honestly. With all the hit articles coming out from Daily Mail and all of these other big uh, mainstream media sources, it's just been completely unfair what they've gone through. And the lack of transparency from the government and from these government agencies, I mean, it's been insane how much details is withheld from Aaron uh, Babbitt and Kayla and Mickey, Ashley Babbitt's mom, when their daughter and their wife was the person that was murdered in the Capitol, but they won't give them any answers. I mean, we had to dig to discover Mike Bird's name. I truly believe that if I wouldn't have made the announcement a few months ago and that it wouldn't have spread, I don't think he ever would have been paraded out on television. I really think they're doing this now to counter this narrative. It's a counter that Donald Trump is now wanting to bring the shooter to justice, as he said, and it's really just causing problems for him. And what do you expect from him speaking out? I mean, have do you think he's been coached? Do you think they've already got this narrative figured out? What are your expectations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's been, I mean, this interview we all know will be pre-recorded. They probably taped it about a month ago. They've been coaching him since the shooting. His lawyer, Mark Schimel, he's a really, really big sleaze bag. You know, he represents the worst of the worst in D.C., gets his, gets his clients off of remotely anything, as you see. He just murdered an unarmed woman, and he won't be facing charges for it. So I really think this is just going to be a big uh, smoking, you know, sh- screen show. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. He's probably going to cry on national television and Lester Holt will kind of aid and abet him in 
painting him as the victim, when in reality, he was the perpetrator of a terrible crime. I mean, I had to hold Ashley Babbitt. I was holding her as she was bleeding out and as over seven cops were staring at us. I mean, they didn't want to help. Nobody helped. They contaminated the crime scene on three different occasions. Michael Bird shot her from an empty room hiding behind a corner where she had no idea he was, full-blown execution style, and then ran away afterwards. When all the police protocol designates you to go and provide aid to the victim that you just shot and potentially killed, which he did not, and no other police officers in the room did either. What? How on earth did he get exonerated? I mean... What basis are they giving for exonerating someone for killing an unarmed woman? What what precedence is there for this? There is none. That's the thing is that is why the U uh, the United States Capitol Police conducted an internal investigation and they found that he did nothing wrong. It's because they're surrounded by people who are protecting him. I mean, the establishment protects our own. We've seen that for the past few years over and time and time again. And that's exactly the situation here is the establishment is protecting their own. They don't want charges to be brought against him even though it 100% should be. What about civil legal actions? Is that out the window then too because he's been exonerated? How does that work? I'm not entirely sure um, what the legal team's next step is. Um, Him actually coming out on television is a big step because his name is now publicly and officially out there now that mainstream media would actually like to address the man who shot Ashley Babbitt. But I really think him kind of parading along the news, it's really going to make it even harder for a civil suit if there is one. Has the mainstream news has the mainstream news bothered talking much to Ashley Babbitt's family? Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, mainstream media they've completely ignored Ashley Babbitt's family, and if they don't ignore them, they harass them. I mean, the day after Ashley Babbitt was murdered, Aaron Babbitt had to watch it on national television after no one would give him answers. His wife being murdered and murdered over and over again. I mean, they're just they're completely silent. The day after, they showed up at Ashley Babbitt's brother's house and conducted an ambush interview the day after he found out that his sister had just been shot and killed. And then they said that they they ran all the smear stories about how Ashley was a crazy ex and how she attacked her ex-husband's wife, which was completely fake, by the way. She was completely exonerated. This is just what mainstream media does. They're going to paint her out to be a terrorist tonight, when in reality, she was an amazing person. You know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was a member of mainstream media for a long time and maybe it has always been like this, but I didn't see it until the last year and a half. And I'm just so disgusted by the approach on this topic and so many other topics. It's just, it's almost unbelievable. It's, it's just shocking. And I mean, she, this is a member of of a former member of the military. And did she even get a military funeral? No, she was denied a military service as well. And what basis did they deny her because she trespassed? Yeah, I would assume. So I believe that is the basis they denied her on is because they were also labeling an insurrection at the time. That was their narrative, which we know has completely fallen apart since. I mean, I did find it interesting that even in the CNN article, I'm like, wow, I'm so used to CNN calling it an insurrection. But in this headline today, seven U.S. Capitol Police officers sue former President Trump and stop the steel organizers over a January 6th riot. I was like, wow, they finally used the word riot instead of insurrection. I mean, that that was interesting. Exactly. Well, they know the narrative is crumbling. They know that the charges, sedition charges, the insurrection charges aren't sticking so they've got to switch tone. And you, you see CNN and a lot of the other mainstream organizations actually reporting on what's going on in Afghanistan now. 
It's a total switch of tones, something they normally never would do, but they have to cover up what they're doing. Oh, but you still have my my boy BS, otherwise known as Brian Stelter, <laughs> defending and saying, oh, this would have happened in Afghanistan regardless. Under It, it was always going to be messy. This is not mm-hmm. Biden's fault because it was just always going to be like this. It's crazy. And he calls himself a journalist. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, a journalist, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are our next? But, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. You can go. I was just going to say, so so what's next for, for you? I mean, I, this has been an interesting and odd journey for you as well. I, I don't know if you're allowed to comment on this or not, but how were you not mixed up in like legal action? Honestly, I really believe the only reason uh, for me not having my door kicked down by the FBI, I've been harassed left and right. I mean, I'm on, you know, the third phone since January 6th. My phones have been tapped, communications, everything you can think of. And honestly, I think the only thing that was protecting me was naming Michael Byrd as the, as the shooter of Ashley Babbitt is because they knew that if they called me in, he was going to be the witness that I called to the stand and it was going to blow the case up entirely. But now that they're parading him on national television, I'm really not sure if I have that protection anymore. And I wouldn't doubt if I get, you know, a 4 a.m. visit from the, uh, the uh, private Gestapo where they kick down my door and flashbang me and my dogs. So what is that like? I mean, are you just constantly like, having to live in fear and paranoia because you know the reality of our government and you know how this played out. So what is that like for you? Yeah, exactly. And well, it's been terrifying and I've managed to land myself right in the middle of the crosshairs, but honestly, there wouldn't, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else because I know I'm doing the right thing. I know I'm putting out good work because it's the truth and the truth in the situation is all that matters. If you want to kick down my door at 4am in the morning, no, you want to harm me. As long as you don't harm my family, it's going to be fine because I will die or I will go to jail for the right thing. And that's what's important here. Just total lawlessness. And I just think so many of us have felt defeated because we just time and time again, see the evil win, see them get to lie, see them get to control the narrative. What keeps you going and keeps you not feeling defeated? Like it's so easy to do sometimes. Doing the right thing, in all honesty, is it, it isn't an easy job to do. Um, being harassed by intelligence agencies, being harassed by dangerous people. I mean, it's never somewhere I would have imagined myself, you know, a year ago, just coming into this industry. But it's where I belong. And in all honesty, it is hard on some days to keep positive, but you just have to in the end. It's, right. You know that the truth is going to prevail. Thank you, Taylor. People can't really spend money anywhere better than MyPillow.com with promo code Alex. Right now, what I've done is passed all the savings to the customer, like sheets. Our Giza sheets, they're normally, you get 50% off with code Alex. They're as low as $49.99, depending on the size. We've got pillows, my pillows, my original MyPillow premiums are normally $69.99, $29.99. The best thing, I think all you guys, everyone out there, you can get my book for $9.99. My book will help anybody out there in addiction. And that's free shipping with the book. Right now, all of the specials, I used to run one here and one there. I put them all on there. The lowest prices you've ever seen. And we have our new bed. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen our bed infomercial. I developed this bed over a year and a half. Best mattress you'll ever sleep on. It's a combination of coils and patented foam. And this, uh, they're amazing. There's nothing better. When I make And they're products, not just amazing. The, the cost is not high and you support freedom. MyPillow.com, promo code Alex. So you've got right. so many great products and we're just really proud of the work you're doing, Mike. What are champions made of? Here's a man who can show you.
Infowarstore.com is simply the best. Infowarstore.com beats out all the rest. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. It's the Infowarstore hotline. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. Triple eight two five three thirty one three nine. That's Infowarsstore.com. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Welcome back. Christy Lee, guest hosting The War Room today. So grateful for all of you for joining me today, showing me some grace since I'm new at this thing. But we've covered a lot already today. Most recently uh, talked to um, to Taylor Hansen about what's going on with Ashley Babbitt and um, the killer now being painted as the victim going to be going on national television and telling his side of the story of I don't know how you twist that into a victim. Yes, this unarmed woman came and she was calmly climbing through a window. And so I shot this defenseless woman with no warning. And I'm just, I'm such a victim. Like, how does that even work? How is he going to frame that? I mean, we've all seen the video. She wasn't armed. I mean, it's just, it's just beyond comprehension. But um, another person that was there that day is a woman I just met recently. Her name, and she's going to have to correct me if I get it wrong, but I believe it's Roxanne Mathai. Um, And she can correct me if I I mess that up. But uh, Roxanne, I just met you. You said you were there that day and you faced persecution for being there yourself and actually just wrapped up day two of arbitration hearings. Oh, my gosh. Tell me the whole story. I was there on January 6th with a few of my friends. We did not enter the Capitol like many others may have. We stayed on the lawn. We were pretty, we're a pretty good distance away from, you know, where, where everything was happening. Um, keep in mind, we didn't even get there until 30 to 45 minutes after, uh, I guess they say people were entering the Capitol. We had lost some of our friends, so it took us a while for us to get there. By the time we got there, it was everything had already been, I guess, done at that point as far as, you know, I, me possibly hearing gunfire, me possibly seeing people breaking windows or me possibly seeing anybody breaching barricades. I, I never witnessed anything like that at all. Um, I posted pictures of everything that I saw just for documentary purposes. Once the stuff is, you know, on my Facebook, I get wind the following day that my boss, which is Sheriff Salazar um, here in Bear County, was already holding a press conference in reference to me stating how he intends on me never stepping foot in the building again. So this is just crazy. You went there. What did you think that you were going to the Capitol for? I thought I was just going to go to the Capitol just to, you know, listen to the president speak in hopes of actually seeing him. 
Um, and definitely just to spend time with my friends there because, you know, they had went to the previous rallies and I had not. And it seemed like they had, you know, tons of fun there hanging out with each other and sightseeing and going out to, you know, dinner and drinks and so forth. So, you know, I wanted to enjoy that moment as well. Um, of course, I had no idea what would have turned out that day. Of course not. I mean, how could anyone have ever anticipated that happening? And so you were absolutely no part of that. You said you didn't even get pictures of like really any of that. Um, you just simply posted pictures that you'd been there, right? Correct. The, the, the best pictures, if you would, that I that I posted and saw was people climbing the wall, but it was part of the wall that um, led to the exact same area that the stairwell led to. So it wasn't a place that you would think would have been illegal. I didn't see any illegal activity. I saw what I, you know, what I would consider to be maybe stupid climbing a wall because it's dangerous, but I didn't see anything um, illegal. Would you have ever guessed that going to what you thought was essentially a political rally, an opportunity to see the president of the United States, would you have ever guessed in a million years that it would cost you your job? Absolutely not. Never in a million years that I expected this to happen. I thought I was just documenting things for, you know, history purposes, just like you would if you went to, say, a parade somewhere and you're taking pictures and posting it. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't even have any knowledge that anybody had been killed or assaulted until later that evening after the curfew when we went back to the hotel and we saw everything on the news. And so... You said that you think that this is entirely politically motivated. Explain that. Of course. Um, my boss, Sheriff um, Salazar, he clearly did um, campaign for Biden. Um, there, there are pictures that reflect that in news articles and stories. He campaigned for Biden. That's not a secret. There's been times that BLM has shown up at our um, where I work in the detention facility, and he has actually marched in his uniform with BLM, um, you know, BLM, keep in mind that are holding up posters, you know, that state defund the police, defund the police. And he's, you know, walking alongside these guys. So it's kind of clear to me that this is just political bias. You know, I was there to support a president that he, you know, ultimately didn't support himself. So what's the next step? You had arbitration hearings today because you're, you're going after the fact that you were just fired for political reasons. Uh, yes, ma'am. I went and had a arbitration hearing, which is procedural, if you would. Um, if I do not win um, the arbitration hearing, then we will take um, further steps um, legally in order to, you know, do what we feel is necessary to clear my name. What grounds did is he giving for firing you? Um, conduct on becoming and reporting crimes or reporting incidences. Um, keep in mind in our policy, though, it does state in reporting crimes and reporting incidences that, you know, within the confines of Bear County, if I observe these things and I will, you know, report these things. I was nowhere near the county of Bear, nor did I witness where, any criminal. Where is Bear County again? San Antonio, Texas. Okay, San Antonio. So this happened in the, in the capital in Washington, D.C. What? What relevance does that have to reporting crimes and incidents in Bear County? In, in my opinion, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. You know, the sheriff states also that 
Um, just me being there alone to him made me, in his opinion, I was participating in a riot, participating in an insurrection just by me being there alone. So that tells me had I did report it, had I did report anything at all, it still would have made a difference to him. He still would have terminated me based on the fact, as he said, you know, me just being there alone was enough for him. Has counsel given you any, any indication of you having a successful case against them wrongfully terminating you? Um, definitely. I don't want to get too involved in that, of course, without, you know, my attorney present. But I do have, you know, a very strong attorney and I feel I do have a very strong case. It's crazy. It was. Did anyone call him out for his participation in BLM protests and defunding the police? Uh, not to my knowledge. In fact, the media here, the local media here actually wrote articles on it, almost, you know, somewhat praising him for doing so. Crazy. So what's the next step for you? You've had these arbitration. Are you just in a waiting game right now? Definitely in a waiting game. It's going to be, um, from what I was told today, a 90 day process. We have to wait for the court reporter to transcribe everything. Then we have 30 days for our attorneys to get things together. And then another 30 days after that for the arbitrator to make his decision. All right. Keep us updated. Keep us updated. Thank you, Roxanne. And I want to invite you to uh, call in those that have been watching today. would love to talk to you. I've had so many interviews today that I haven't really gotten to talk much. So time to get some phone calls in. 1-877-789-2539. So what's the most important part? Let's say in a bulldozer running over the globalist. The treads, the wheels, the engine, the scoop on the front. It's all very important. But the fuel is paramount. And that's my allegory. TurboForce is vitamins, minerals, amino acids that synergistically work with six different natural forms of healthy, clean energy that last for 10 hours in the average metabolic system metabolism of a human. Some people get 15 hours out of it. Some people get about eight hours. But people take this. People are taking it in sports. People cannot believe it's the best they've ever had because it's not hype. Nobody puts as much product into their pre-workouts, their post-workouts. You can call us whatever you want. It's it's a it's a total solution all around. The best you're going to find. Turbo Force. Without you, we don't roll. With you, we surge forward together. It's like the bulldozer without the diesel fuel. If we don't have your financial support, we will be defeated. You support us and get products you already need that literally fuel your body and your mind. It's a win-win. 360 together. Infowarsstore.com or AAA 253 3139. Gerald. And- Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. Welcome back. I am Christy Lee, guest hosting for Owen Schroyer today for the War Room. Very honored to do so. I am an independent journalist now. You can find me at KLTV.news. I'm a reforming mainstream evening news anchor being rehabilitated, getting unplugged from the teleprompter. I'm still working on it. So show me some grace and I thank you for your grace. Uh, Today, I started out the show with a verse. I'm going to read it again because I've been saying and doubling down on that this is a spiritual battle and we all need to arm ourselves with the word of God. We need to unite together. And the verse is, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
I will also help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's from Isaiah 41.10. I'd love to hear your favorite verses getting you through this time right now. And uh, now I want to talk to y'all. <laughs> I have to get used to saying y'all because I'm a new Texas resident coming from California last. But let's go to um, Dean and Cali, actually, because I was just talking about California. Dean, you're on the air. Oh my gosh. Hey, Christy, how are you doing? Good. How are you? How are you hanging in there in that tyrannical state? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I'm lucky because I'm in Ventura County right now. It's a lot different from Los Angeles. Some people require masks and others don't. Um, like if I go to the supermarket, Bond says masks are recommended, not required in LA. It's a totally different story. I live there with my girlfriend and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, Well, I know what you mean. I mean, California is such a huge state that, I mean, things can be different in different areas. Uh, I happen to live in the Central Valley in Fresno, and things were a little bit more lax there. But, I mean, after all, it is run by, all run by Governor Gavin Newsom, joyful fella, and um, those high gas prices and such. So, um, what, so you feel lucky right now that at least it, it hasn't come full clamp down? tyrannical in your particular area yeah it's a little bit of a break a little fresh air it's more of an ag area out here in fresno is even even more than uh, ventura is but um i'm i'm really happy i got in i call i've been calling for a long time on and off for like 10 years uh, i've been listening to alex jones since he was on youtube and if i could just run down what i've seen over the last decade i kind of want to just outline where we're at right now in the world um, what I've seen from just a spiritual perspective. Sure. Just, we do need to get to other calls. So try and make it quick, but I'm interested to hear what you got to say. Okay, cool. So, uh, late 2011, early 2012, uh, it was the advent of 4G, but what the government and the mainstream media didn't tell us was they were mass installing a harp network globally. It wasn't just in the United States. It was all over the world. They started to, they would fly huge C-130s over the towns create a sonic wave that they would lock into and amplify that wave. They're trying to control the weather. Um, They did a really, really poor job in the mass implementation. And instead of controlling the weather, they actually started killing the plants and really, really just hemorrhaging like the matrix design of the whole reality. Uh, It was absolutely terrible. If they succeeded, it would have been a full surface wipe. Um, Luckily, that was the first horseman. There was a big, strong collective of spiritual workers that work together. They're attuned to electromagnetic energies, and they allowed the Earth to harmonize with these terrible, terrible patterns that were being broadcast all over the place. Then fast forward 10 years, you get COVID-19. This is the Red Horseman. This is the second horseman. The Red Horseman in the Bible says he's the one that destroys the peace among nations and makes brother begin to kill brother. If you want to go back last year, you see all the global riots, the BLM, the Antifa, people killing each other in the streets. Um, It's really crazy stuff. Yeah, I I like your biblical perspective on that. And thank you for being a longtime fan of Infowars and keeping in track. Um, I'm I'm new to this whole whole thing. I've just kind of followed along a little bit, but, you know, was a bit distracted with 
reporting news the traditional way, but I know my parents have always been longtime fans. But thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing your insight. And now we'll go to Todd in Texas. You're on the air. Todd in Texas? Yes. There you can go. You hear me? <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, well, let's first thank God that Owen's out of jail. I prayed for him no less than six times a day since it, I found the news. And that's, uh, but the next thing I wanted to talk about was, um, I was just, a, this is a warning for InfoWars and Alex and everyone there. Um, there's a new law coming out in the infrastructure bill when it passes, um, that is going to limit supplements to, um, you can only purchase them if you have a prescription, oh which God. is going to ruin you guys. Um, so, I mean, there's been some relaxation in your ability to, ship medications um, from state to state on bordering states with COVID, but still you have to get DEA approval per each state. You have to, I mean, it's just, they're making it a nightmare. So people like Alex and, and Mike Adams get shut down. Um, so make sure you guys know about this law, because if you ship out, if after this law passes, if you ship anything out, then the feds are going to come for you and they're going to throw you in Nancy Pelosi's basement and that's going to be it. Well, thank you for that warning. I mean, we certainly knew that that was coming. Uh <laughs> They we can't they they can't allow us to have natural things to help our immunity naturally that cost a lot less than the prescriptions that just wouldn't work well with their plan. You know, vitamin C and D in the winter time, and I mean, I mean, just you know, they're trying to you know also take the natural route to get COVID out of your system too, or to, or to fight fight whatever whatever form of this disease is coming. Who knows? So well, thank you just for giving that you guys warning. a heads up. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for that warning, Todd, in Texas. And now would be a good time to remind you to make sure that you stock up on InfoWarsStore.com. And there's a lot of great products on there. I've been definitely been better about taking the vitamin D. I take those gummies that are lemon flavored, so easy to take, and a wealth of other uh, great things that you can get on that. So make sure that you stock up now because you do never know what's going to happen. Can we talk to uh, Johnny in Denmark? Johnny in Denmark. You're on the air. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Johnny. Howdy. Uh, yeah, in response to your um, call for grace, um, I'll save it for when uh, it's really needed. Uh, you're doing another crack-up job. Uh, <laughs> silky smooth presentation, very easy on the ears, eyes, and nerves. Thank you. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I'd like to actually answer, as uh, kind of um, uh, serendipitous, uh, that you're the host today because uh, there was a question you asked on American Journal when you were hosting it last Friday that I wanted to answer, but I didn't get through. And uh, that was uh, what we as Christians, and uh, particularly Christian leaders, uh, should be doing. And my answer is basically opening our simultaneously our eyes, ears, minds, hearts, and spirits to see the evident truth when we do it. And I can give four examples. Um, one is we're trying to get gaslit into believing that you know either God doesn't exist or uh, that it's necessary to, to make a leap of faith beyond beyond or contrary to rationality um, in order to um, so-called believe in God. Uh, whereas uh, I don't see it that way at all. As I explained to Harrison Smith when he was hosting uh, the David Knight Show on uh, May 14th of last year, um, proof of the existence of God is extremely simple. Uh, if you think about it, um, the, un the universe had to have uh, a temporal beginning, um, and, you know, uh, quite obviously. Um, and what happened now, this is a question that you can't ask in modern science, but it's obviously in intuitively meaningful. What existed one second before um, that beginning? They're calling it the Big Bang, but that doesn't really answer the question. 
And uh, Stephen Hawking gave what I consider one of the stupidest answers to the question I've ever heard, uh, which was absolutely nothing. That's obvious nonsense, because what existed was the potential to create the physical universe, call that God, and there you have it, a very simple proof of the existence of God, which unifies um, uh, spirituality, uh, religion, and, and uh, rationality. Uh, two, is uh, creationism is logically consistent with uh, biological evolution. Um, they're just two different aspects to be focused on. Uh, in classical philosophy, there's something called a final cause, uh, which was kind of, you know, the purpose. And then... Um, All right, Johnny, a- I need you to hold that thought because we've got to go to break, but um, I'll let you finish your thought uh, when we get back. And if you want to call in, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. We'd love to chat with you about all those topics. I'm not funded by George Soros. I'm not funded by the Democratic Party. I'm funded by you. We got great products you need. We got great stuff for your immune system and your body and just stuff that's essential for general health like vitamin mineral fusion, all the vitamins, all the minerals and all the key amino acids for adults, children, old folks. You absorb more of it than pills because it's liquid form and it tastes great. Ready to ship to you now. 33% off and Vaso beats back in stock. Great for your heart, great for your liver. Cardiovascular creates nitrous oxide in the blood. Super beet concentrate, 50% off. Pollen block back in stock. Natural antihistamine, 40% off. And of course, we have X2, totally essential deep earth crystal iodine it's discounted and pure turmeric formula the liquid extract as well it's discounted and back in stock activated charcoal toothpaste and activated charcoal toothpaste uh, mouthwash with all the essential oils those are 33 percent off as well you can call toll free 888-253-3139 or you can go to infowarsstore.com we got a lot of great other products on the site as well so be sure and check those out today People can't really spend money anywhere better than MyPillow.com with promo code Alex. Right now, what I've done is passed all the savings to the customer, like sheets. Our Giza sheets, they're normally, you get 50% off with code Alex. They're as low as $49.99, depending on the size. We've got pillows, my pillows, my original MyPillow premiums are normally $69.99, $29.99. The best thing, I think all you guys, everyone out there, you can get my book for $9.99. My book will help anybody out there in addiction. And that's free shipping with the book. Right now, all of the specials, I used to run one here and one there. I put them all on there. The lowest prices you've ever seen. And we have our new bed. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen our bed infomercial. I developed this bed over a year and a half. Best mattress you'll ever sleep on. It's a combination of coils and patented foam. And this, uh, they're amazing. There's nothing better. When I make And they're products- not just amazing. They're, the cost is not high and you support freedom. MyPillow.com, promo code Alex. So you've got right. so many great products and we're just really proud of the work you're doing, Mike. Infowars.com forward slash show. Right. Welcome back. Christy Lee guest hosting today. Finally getting to talk to the peeps. (laughs) It's been a long jam packed show, but we've covered a lot. You have to go back and watch what we've covered. Um, but we were talking to Johnny in Denmark before the break and you were going through your list. So pick right back up where you left. Sure. On point two out of four, creationism being logically consistent with biological evolution. And they're kind of just two aspects of the same phenomenon. I mean, God is, is, the, um, is, is the ultimate cause um, and biological evolution is just a mechanism. If you think about it in the context of what I mentioned before, about what existed one second before the existence of the physical universe, 
that same force, God, the creator, Allah, whatever you want to call it, or him, or whatever, um, used evolution to do that. And actually, this is spelled out um, in the works of Dr. Gerald Schroeder, um, spelled with a uh, G-E-R-A-L-D-S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R.com, who is an um, BS, MS, and PhD from MIT, who spent his career showing the logical consistency, for example, the age of the universe actually being and um, uh, very consistent between the book of Genesis um, and uh, modern uh, cosmology. It's actually uh, quite interesting. Um, okay, three, uh, especially the Holy Bible's uh, books of uh, Genesis and Revelation are so almost unbelievably explanatory in the case of Genesis and predictive in the case of Revelation um, that they're very evidently um, divinely inspired. Um, now, the, the gen- now, just a, a really quick, I don't know how long I have, but just really quick about uh, the, the age of the universe. Um, if we were around at the beginning of the universe, uh, as Genesis uh, talked about, and I was there, and I said one day, you know, hi, Christy, and the next day I said, hi, Christy, and in that inertial reference frame of creation, um, right now those hi, Christies, because of the expansion of the universe, wouldn't come uh, one day apart. They would come, if you just do the calculations, and Schroeder points this out, about 2 billion years apart. And that's significant, because if you take the seven days of Genesis and multiply it by 2 billion years, it comes out to 14 billion years, which is the best cosmological estimate using modern scientific methods of the age of the universe. In the case of Revelation, uh, take a look at Band.video and search for triple six 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 six, and uh, there are, uh, last I checked, five videos there uh, which point it out. Um, in the ca- case of the UPC code, in the case of COVID-19. All right, John, you're getting really deep. We need to <laughs> have you wrap it up so that we can get to uh, some other callers so that they, they get to talk to. So what's your final thought? And the last thing is uh, COVID-19 has very evidently never existed. Uh, there's a fantastic video also on Bandot Video by David Icke. Uh, hello, there is no virus. Um, David Icke dot connector uh, video cast on his um uh, band on video channel, and also who had Wuhan lab virus leak a calculated diversion from the simple truth: there is no virus. Um, and it's very important because um, it's important to attack the problem at the root. Because all these variants, um, what is a variant of a non-existent virus which has never existed in in uh, vivo or in vitro, but only exists in silico? In other words, is an abstraction and does not exist in the world. Those are frauds, also. Um, so um, I, I think. Uh, and we, you know, we could we could look at them as um, manifestations of you know Satan, which they certainly are, and um, you know they're the cause of, of modern undoing. Um, and if you want any more references, you know I'll, I'll be glad to uh, provide them. Uh, there was one by the CDC itself in their um, Emerging Infectious Diseases, Volume Twenty Six, Issue Six, from June uh, Twenty Twenty, which talked about um, severe acute uh, respiratory syndrome, coronavirus two, from patient the Coronavirus Disease United States, and it was explained by Dr. Tom Cowan, um, C-O-W-A-N, on drtomcowan.com, and he had an article, Only Monkey Cells Grew, quote, grew, unquote, the virus, uh, unquote. Um, and there's All right. another... All right, Johnny, um, send me the rest of your information. We do need to get to some more phone calls, but I appreciate the call. We're going to go to um, Antonio in Boston. Antonio, you're on the air. And I don't know if we have Antonio anymore. Hello? Oh, he dropped. So let's go to Randy in Oklahoma. 
Hey, I'm here. Can you Hi, hear Randy. me? I hear you. Yeah, I won't do a mind dump on you like that last guy. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the knowledge, but we only have so much time. <laughs> yeah. So what do I got? Ten seconds now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So I, let me. Could I compliment you? Phenomenal show. I got the book with Dr. Bragan. I've sent it to my mother-in-law who took the shot, the kill shot. And the second one, she's coming out here. I hope she doesn't shed all over my family. Uh, but I think she'll read the book, even though she's 90. She's a reader, so I hope so. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, to, hey, the big deal is that we've got people here that are pushing local media, you know, at Tulsa, Oklahoma City, what, wherever. To you know, break from their to look at their profession the way you did. I admire you for taking a stand with the First Amendment. I wish they would all review what they're doing. I was going to ask, where do we find your testimony? I guess you've got your website. And I, I think they said, yeah, go ahead. I have my website, kltv.news. I also have a YouTube channel for now. Who knows when <laughs> that'll get taken down, but that's Christy Lee TV. And my name is spelled a little weird, but um, you'll find it. My There you go. There it is underneath. Christy Lee TV. Um, I have that YouTube so you can find my whole story testimony there on my YouTube channel or on my website, KLTV.news. I thank you so much for your support. It was a journey for me. Uh, I hope others will become enlightened and leave. I see a lot more people taking that journey. So just keep on praying for us. Keep on praying for enlightenment. But I really think it comes down to a spiritual battle and, and God talks about you having to, to have your eyes opened. And so some people just haven't had their eyes open because they're not saved is really what it comes down to. So anything else you wanted to say, Randy? Well, we'll pray for openings with local TV hosts. I mean, a lot of them claim to be believers, but we'll see if they'll take a stand like you did. And I was trying to bring up your spelling, but I, I got my other phone there, but it's not showing it. Is it, is it with the K or K R I S T I L E I G H? You can find that on band.video. I have cool. a page there <laughs> as well. Thank you. All right, let's go to uh, Amanda in Connecticut. Amanda, you're on the air. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Fantastic. Okay, I, I had an idea like the last five seconds of your Friday broadcast, and I wasn't able to talk to you. Oh. Um, so I work for an aerospace company in Connecticut. Absolutely no healthcare is going on here. But this place is so COVID crazy that we're under every single rule that the CDC puts out like it is law. Um, oh. In saying that, um, I was talking, uh, what we did is my company laid off a whole bunch of people and erected a permanent structure cost $40,000. And it was a drive-through thing for us to take our temperatures before we even got to the main building to punch in for the day. Um, so in doing that, I talked to security guards, which were in, in charge of taking our temperatures. Security guard passed on to me, and this is what I wanted to pass on to you. Only hearsay, but keep it in the back of your mind. For every single thing that companies implement as far as COVID measures go, this includes mask wearing if they provide masks to you they get a tax write-off. They get a, either it gets completely written off or they get a nice bonus for it because I know this company does not do anything unless there's money getting kicked back to them. Mm -hmm. And to erect a $40,000 structure to take temperatures, there is definitely incentive to do that. Yeah, same Um, thing with the schools. Well, exactly. That's why I wanted to like pass it on to you 
because they might be getting money from the government to implement that. I'm sure they so, are. I'm sure it is. Money talks, or man. And, and the need for power. Thank you, Amanda, for your call. Let's try and get um, Matthew, or actually, let's go to Todd um, in Texas because you ha- want to talk about the mask mandate. Todd? Uh, yes. Hey, I, I don't know your name. Sorry. That's but okay. I know, <laughs> no, you live in Round Rock, all this. Do you know who Jen Stevens is in Westlake? No. Okay. There, she's dealing with the Westlake thing. You understand Westlake and the money that they have over there? I know you just got in here. Yeah, I just got here, man. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you guys want to take get you in contact with them, um, they just did the story on Infowars about Westlake and segregating, blah, blah, blah. But this, these people might be able to help you, and then with your reporter prowess, blah, 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 uh, that's it. So that's why I was calling to see if you knew who she was and if you were actually working with her. Uh, no, but um, please send me the information. I don't even know how to send it to you. <laughs> how, how do I send it to you? My email, TV at gmail. Okay. I'll... You, you can find the spelling on band.video on my, good. on my page. All right. Thanks for the phone call and thanks for our callers. I hate and feel so guilty when I can't get to all the callers. So please try again some other time when I am back guest hosting. Appreciate your patience with me. And let's just... End with, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Keep that in mind. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right through the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is vitamin mineral fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their gut. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen. And just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system. And it funds the Info War, a true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsStore.com.